Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 13th boot from Mojo Desert, Chocoplex, about the secret trio and a medical evacuation. I'm joined today by the fourth place finisher in Alliance Mojo Desert, uh, the seventh and final member of the Mojo Desert jury, and 13th player eliminated during the season, uh, as he went by in the game, Chocoplex. Hi. Hello, how are you? Good. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Are you... uh, I I don't know. Are Are you... Someone who thinks back on your time playing a lot. I know you have a particular, particularly unique relationship with uh, the game compared to everyone else. Um, I don't know. How, how do you do? You think back on it a lot? Do you, or is it not something you <laughs> that comes up that often? Um, you know, not too much. Just with you know having to leave with the medical evalu- evacuation kind of part. You know, that was just a weird part of my life that I try not to think too back much on too much. But I mean, I I definitely enjoyed my time on Mojo Desert, so don't get anything wrong with that. And I wish it could have ended differently, obviously. But yeah, you know, with the way things ended, um, yeah, I don't think back on it as much as I maybe would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can, I fully, I get that. Um, it, it's really, really unfortunate and uh, a shame, you know. Even if, even if you had been been voted out uh, in fourth as opposed to evacuated at fourth, it would have just, I don't know, had had such a different feel to it uh, in those last final days of the season. Uh, and and I'm, I'm sure your own kind of uh, perspective looking back on the season as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, uh, uh, now going back to to the start of things, were you uh, a viewer on Chattern or Discordia at all? Yep, definitely watched both seasons a lot. You know, I'm more of an introvert, so I was more of a lurker than uh, <laughs> one who talked too much in the in the chats there in the viewer lounge. But yeah, I definitely followed them. Pretty closely, not as much afterwards, but um, I feel like I was yeah pretty in, pretty invested in the first two seasons. Nice, and I, I think you're a fairly big fan of Survivor, is that right? Yeah, I watched it when I was younger. You know all the all the classic names you think of, and then I took a bit bit of a break. But um, the last you know handful of seasons or so, I've definitely been back into it big time. Cool. So. You had a, a fairly good idea of what you were walking into, um, at least compared to some of the other people who have played. Mm. Uh, what, what, what convinced you uh, to apply for Mojo Desert? Um, you know, it just seemed like a lot of fun to be a part of, do the whole experience. And, you know, honestly, with uh, quarantine, with shutdown, stay-at-home orders, everything like that, it worked out to be a great time. You know, I feel like you get a little more freedom from work being at home. And so I felt like I was able to be more invested in the game maybe than otherwise. So I feel like the COVID-19 may have helped me in that sense. Yeah, I, I think that's helped a few people um, in the last couple of seasons we've had just 
It's not a lot to do, <laughs> generally. Um, well, good. I'm glad you applied. I'm glad you were part of the season. Uh, uh, what? So, uh, I think this this was a season we didn't have uh, a bunch of people that I don't think we had anybody really in this season that we had to turn away um, due to excessive applications. I think that started later. So. When when you and this is the last season that was predominantly FMLers, uh, which you were one of them. Mm-hmm. So coming into this season, you join the Marooning channel. You're seeing presumably a bunch of familiar usernames that I'm sure you'd seen in in the chatter or on the leaderboards or in the FML Discord or even in your own power group, as it were. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, I honestly uh, didn't know. If I remember back correctly, I didn't know, you know, I had a couple people in my power group, uh, Castle and Lurker, both in my power group. And but I don't think any of us knew that we were all going to be in the same same season together. So it was definitely an interesting part, you know, seeing in the morning be like, oh, recognize a few of those names. Oh, I'm friends with these guys <laughs> or girls. And then uh, lo and behold, when you you know, when you put us into our different groups, I feel like I'm left with more more people that i don't know than than i than on the other chat uh, fair enough yeah both lurker and castle ended up on the original gobi tribe while you were sorted into atacama uh you end up with ari fml mm-hmm. cat hirsch jasmine juice boxer laforza and muse uh i don't know what were, what were your first impressions of that group yeah, I mean, recognized Ari and Hirsch, FML Cat a little bit from FML days, but, you know, Jasmine and Muse, I think those are both either quiet people from FML or non-FMLers at all. So it was a mixed bag, and I feel like I could kind of go in with a fresh start without having uh, any preconceived notions about me or anything like that. You know, I, I feel like I definitely talked the most with Ari and Hirsch early on there. I mean, we were only in our first tribe for a couple of days, but... Mm-hmm talk to those two guys the most just out of familiarity but you know survivor kind of alliance kind of brings you to the people you know you never know who you're going to expect to have to make an alliance with so i was i was ready to take on the challenge of you know whoever i was in a in a tribe with uh now you know, we've had back in Discordia there was a lot to be made out of the number of players who came from the triangles power group in that season mm-hmm. uh you know F- power group stuff didn't really come into play in chatter and that much um it, you know it was much more varied in that sense uh and then this season the only time that the only place where that really overlaps you've got hirsch and nux both coming from the knights yourself lurker castle coming from um uh, nerve and then Angel Cake, <clears throat> Ari, and and uh, 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 the, the the what's his name, Laforza, uh, all have like a taco IOU thing going on. Mm-hmm. When you see them on also playing in the season, uh, and then also then eventually getting sorted into a different tribe than you to start out, are those people you're hoping to be connected with at some point to work with or? Are you trying to not align yourself too much with them so that you don't become a target or was that on your mind at all? 
Yeah, I mean, I think when the tribes first got separated, the first time we were separated in our two tribes, I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to work with any of my uh, alliance with my power group mates. But then I thought of it as a good opportunity for us to, you know, have our own separate ways. And then hopefully later on towards the merge and like that, that we could group up and, you know, have a have a bit better sense of everyone left in in the tribe at that point. So, um, you know, I took it in stride and I thought it would be a good thing in the end. But, you know, that's how I was ready to turn and ready to go with whoever wherever I felt like the the best pace, place was for me and to take me the furthest in the game. All right. It's a good mindset. And uh, I think, or, or, I don't know, I think, I think it kind of worked uh, as much as it could have, really. Um, so, all right. New, first tribes, uh, we get to the first immunity challenge. And the first two seasons we did this, it was a check-in challenge of some kind. But this time it is Radio Mojo, yeah. 24-hour broadcast of the radio, uh, which ultimately ends up being four six-hour broadcasts of the same um, station, uh, same repeating uh, broadcast. Uh, what I don't know. What, what were your first reactions to this challenge, and how do you remember it working within your tribe um, and going? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely was something that was expected after watching the first two seasons. You knew this was going to be a 24-hour challenge or most likely something to that nature. And so, you know, we were trying to get organized, you know, figure out the best we could. And then obviously with the radio mojo, we're like, man, we got to write down every single word. We got to figure <laughs> everything out. And it seemed like at the time, you know, not everyone was quite involved Right at the beginning, you know, FML Cat took her, I think it took her a little bit to get going on to the radio thing. Uh, thankfully, it was, yeah, like you said, four or six hour loops. And then she turned out to be a great asset in that. She recorded the whole six hours and was able to get everything down word for word and help us really out with the, when we got to the challenge part, the quiz part of that challenge. So, but there's obviously paranoia seeping through that whole time, you know, to make sure it was on repeat the third, the fourth time. Um, you know, I, I tried to get some sleep during that time and I got a good amount of sleep, but yeah, every, every, you know, when the third, I think when the third, uh, loop went through, you know, I had to wake up just to make sure it was starting over again. And there was no, you know, you weren't tricking us. We, we knew the second loop was the same as the first loop. And then I think you even threw a few questions on there, like, in the third loop was were any of these words different or something like that and and I'm just thinking there man I didn't listen to that part at that point so maybe you did maybe you didn't too you know I can't <laughs> tell for sure and it was so there's definitely paranoia the whole time but uh, we felt pretty confident going into that challenge that we had gotten everything we needed. Uh, yeah, both tribes pretty much ended up with almost perfect transcriptions of of the broadcast by the end of it i think you had about three hours um uh, after the broadcasts were over to answer 48 or so questions on the test and the combined scores of all the players would result in the tribe that won uh which ends up being atacama winning 533 to 518 uh, so relatively close all things considered mm -hmm. Uh, you you got 69 points, um, one off the top score on your tribe. 
So, I mean, everybody on your tribe, with the exception of Juice Boxer, did really well on this test. Uh, and I think there's just a couple of little spots, I believe, that your tribe ended up ter- uh, noting, uh, whether it was the, the gender of the voices uh, or something like that, that paid off enough to give you guys the win. Um, so, you know, dis- uh, despite the paranoia, you guys pull it off and get to avoid the first tribal council. Yeah, I mean, it def- it obviously feels good to get that first one down. You don't want to be going down a member of your tribe <laughs> on the first tribal council. Even though there was, you threw us for the loop and, you, and we had the uh, switch tribes right after this or shortly after this. But it still felt good at the time, obviously, to get the first one down. It felt you know, good teamwork. Every, you know, everyone did chip in. Then eventually, some people were slower to chip in than others, but it worked out per, I, as a group for us. And like you said, uh, I think our scores across the board were pretty good. And and if it, it was a good feeling to get that first W out of the way. Now, um, in the pre-merge portion of the game, uh, are you were you somebody who was thinking about what? You know, when when you didn't go to tribal council, were you thinking about hypothesizing, theorizing what was going to happen on that other tribe? Um, I mean, the first tri- the first uh, tribal council is obviously hard. You don't have much to go on. You you know, who's got the lowest score? You figure out the you know the people in the bottom two or three scores are the ones that are going to be the ones that um, are on the chopping block. Or you know, we weren't we could. I mean, if I remember correctly, we could see who was in the voice channel, so we kind of got a glimpse of who we thought was contributing the most in their tribe. So mm-hmm. we had a couple of ideas, I think, of who was going to go home first. But, you know, at that point, I mean, I was hoping it wasn't, you know, any of my nerve group mates. But other than that, you know, it's kind of who was who's the most involved and got to move on and who's, you know, who's wasn't pulling their weight is most likely going to go home. And that's just kind of how the first tribal council usually goes. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty, pretty fair. Uh, Gobi goes to tribal council and in a four, two, one, one decision, uh, captain Kenway or Vic uh, is voted out as the first person uh, from the game. So lurker and uh, lurker and castle both survive. And, uh, everything's everything's good everything's dandy uh so now after that challenge uh there is no longer a requirement for anybody to listen to the radio for the rest of the season but Mm. it was there probably like 90 95 percent of the time uh if anyone wanted to uh you know cat hirsch ari were three of the bigger players who, who ended up paying a lot of attention to the radio while they were in the game uh did you ever jump back on um you know looking for changes or differences or anything like that yeah i checked a few times um you know even when i was working sometimes i'd have it on in the background to see if i heard anything but obviously a lot of a lot of fuzz a lot of just you know what what is it white noise in the background so i did you know get tired kind of tired of it and probably didn't listen to it as much as i should have but I gave it a little bit of a listen to here and there as it as it went on throughout the throughout the season. Okay. Well, uh, that brings us to the first reward challenge, 
Um, there were three different games. Uh, each tribe had to put at least one person on each of the three games. And you ended up choosing the outplay game, which was Liar's Dice. And you were the only person from the original Atacama tribe to pick this game. And you're up against Gabe, Nux, and Castle. Uh, are you familiar with Liar's Dice? Prior, or were you familiar prior to this? Yeah, I had played maybe not this exact version of the game before, but something pretty similar to that going in. So I felt good in that sense, but in three against one. And <laughs> I mean, there's some skill involved, I think, but it's I think it's a little harder when you don't have people right there with you to, you know, kind of read them or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a largely still a luck based game. So I didn't didn't feel good good about my chances of winning this one on a three versus one battle, essentially. Yeah, uh, I talked when I was talking to to Nux. He was like, "Oh man, this is going to be so easy. <laughs> we'll just all gang up on Chocoplex, and uh, then it doesn't matter after that." And then I believe the first two hands you won. Yep. Uh, and got out to a pretty sizable lead, and uh, really never looked back after that. Yeah, the one in those first two was obviously huge, and then I think I won yeah, either the fourth or fifth one to get up to get another dice. And I felt, you know, after those first two rounds, I was feeling good, and then after I won a couple more, I was feeling obviously extremely confident, and luckily was able to pick them off one by one. And then I think there was one little scare where it got a little bit close, where I lost, you know, two or three in a row where I was losing dice, but. I was able to get that back and hold on for the victory. And, you know, uh, obviously we didn't foresee the this tribe swap coming yet, so I felt good. I felt like I was helping my tribe. And, you know, we had, since we didn't have the numbers in this one, I knew we had the numbers at least in one or two of the other games. So I was hoping we'd win at least two and maybe even all three of these challenges. Yeah. A uh, lot, of, lot of original Atacama players did the Survivor Apples challenge. Um and then you had uh, two people. It was a two-two split on the uh, stupid deaths outlast challenge. Uh, but you're ultimately going to be the only person from Atacama that wins in the least uh, advantageous uh, participant setup of the three. And yeah, like you said, I think a lot of people, at least having talked to a few more. Uh, expected this to be more of a, you know, if the, whoever gets the most wins um, from their original tribe gets a thing for their tribe or something to that effect. Um, but no, it, it was a swap, and you uh, you became one of the first captain, one of the captains, uh, as well as Lurker and Karstway. And I believe you got first pick uh, as far as what tribe you could you would be part of. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. And so you could pick to stay on Atacama, you could go over to Gobi, or you could explore the brand new tribe of Sahara. Uh, and you chose the brand new tribe. Any particular reason? Yeah, I mean, I figured if there's... I didn't think anyone had found it, had enough time yet to find a hidden immunity idol on our island, or probably on the other island tribe, but, you know, in case any of that happened, I knew no one would have any time, obviously, to do that. So... I just figured let's go to the new, go to the new one, and hopefully you know we'll get our best luck at potentially finding a, finding a hidden immunity idol there. Cool. Uh, so your Sahara lurker 
picks Gobi, Karstway stuck with Atacama, and you got the first pick um, to join for someone else to join your tribe. You had to pick somebody from the original Gobi tribe, and your options were Castle, Nux, Angel Cake, Steve, and Gabe. And uh, I think, as anyone would have guessed, you picked Castle. Yep. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Castle was high up on my board. Um, I think this is this came up in uh, comments later. Um, Nux and I are good friends too. We we know each other in the outside world, mm-hmm. but um, so uh, he was on my radar as well. But I didn't really want to give away that yet. So maybe I'm galaxy branding in here, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll just take uh, Castle. Everyone kind of expects me to take Castle since I t- can't take Lurker. He's one of the other captains. I'll just make the obvious choice and you know hopefully won't put a too big of a target on my back yet yeah uh i i don't know i don't think it's too galaxy brain i i see i see the logic there um so you take castle castle picks uh fml cat she picks steve and i don't know if steve picked muse or if you were left with muse but muse was the fifth person to join your tribe uh so New tribe, you castle cat Steve and Muse. Um, I don't know what what are what are your impressions of this group? Yeah, um, I kind of alluded to it earlier. You know, Cat it took her a little bit to get going on the radio challenge. So, and her and I and our friendship hadn't you know blossomed yet. So, I, w- I was a little skeptical of that pick. Um, Muse hadn't really talked much at all yet up to that point and again we hadn't really grown our friendship to that point so i didn't really know but yeah like you said i think we were kind of just muse was the last pick or second to last pick so i don't know if we really had a choice at that point obviously you know steve from fml you know he's you know who he is you know what he's gonna bring and um yeah so and then obviously i knew who castle was so i knew what his what he was going to bring to the table as well so, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, we have some great tribe here, but I wasn't expecting uh, what was to come with uh, losing seemingly every challenge from here on forth. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like, so this tribe has three original Atacama tri- members and two original Gobi members. So you were on the good side of the numbers in that sense. And yeah. one of the two on the bottom, quote unquote bottom, uh, is someone you know fairly decently outside of the season. So I think it ends up putting you in a pretty ge- decent position, all things said. Yeah, I felt good, obviously, about my position in the tribe. You know, as team captain, you don't know if that puts a little bit of a target on your back. You know, whether, you know, I like I said, I, part of the reason I won my game was due to luck but you're still the team captain you're still the one who makes the choices to or at least kicked off the choices to build this teams but uh yeah in in terms of having three to two atacama tribe advantage and having uh, a nerve member on my team definitely i felt good about where my place was in the tribe yes uh now i guess looking at the um the other two tribes here, uh, Lurker, Hirsch, Nux, Juiceboxer, Jasmine, Karstway, Ari, Angelcake, Laforza, Gabe. I don't know if you d- gave it much thought, but did you have any concerns or, or worries about the quality of the other groups that you were going to be up against for the next 
three or so challenges? Um, you know, I felt I felt like the tribes were pretty even. I I did like that Lurker and Nux were on the same tribe again, so I was hoping that their friendship would build and you know we could connect later on in the game. I felt good Ari and Hirsch since I connected I think most with them through our just you know three or four days at Atacama that they were on. They were on separate tribes, like you said, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I felt good about the how the teams were distributed. And, you know, I didn't and I, yeah, I also did, I didn't feel at that point yet that we were going to be the worst tribe for some time going forward. Nice. Well, um, I guess we'll, we'll rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, the next challenge was a jigsaw puzzle. Um, so it was a picture of a like desert. It was a lot of orange. Uh, there's like a, I remember there was like a blue part in the middle. There's purple around the edges, I believe. Uh, and it was 600 pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. So, uh, basically everyone that could, whenever the tribe was able to do the puzzle and fastest time wins uh are you are you a jigsaw puzzle kind of guy um i don't do them very often you know when i saw the jigsaw puzzle i was like okay you know not the worst not the best kind of thing so i was i was i mean i'm an optimistic person so going into the (laughs) challenge i was optimistic that we were going to do okay and then it seemed like we had computer problem after computer problem it's gonna you know kind of lowered my thought process of of cat again you know it took her she had some computer problems so i didn't know if it was really a thing or if she's just not good with computers or what was going on with that mm-hmm. steve you know steve can be kind of like that so i didn't know what was going on with him and it felt like muse castle and i were doing an okay job i think muse was doing the best out of all of us or cat i forget those two were doing better than me but i felt the three of us were still doing pretty good and you know once once we finished the once we finished the challenge I wasn't expecting us to win. I thought maybe we had gotten second place, you know, maybe maybe last place, but I didn't expect us to lose by as much as we did, even after accounting for all the technical difficulties we had. Yeah, if I remember, we had trouble getting uh, the the Jigsaw website to work for Kat mm-hmm. on her web browser. And then Steve, and maybe the same thing for Steve. Steve ultimately, I think... I have two points for Steve with an asterisk next to it. It looked, I think he <laughs> was able to see it at first and then something happened and he wasn't able to access it any longer, whether it was his internet or, or uh, the website or whatever. Um, but he ended up not being able to get back into it. Cat was able to get back and in, get into it and, and actually do a lot of work. I have an asterisk next to your score as well. I think because when cats didn't work, I wanted to get everyone to stop. I think you were the one that did for a brief yeah. period. Is that right? Uh, that kind of I, it jogs my memory. I think so, but yeah, it's I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we ended up. I forget how long it, it took you uh, in real time to to finish the puzzle. We ended up knocking uh, a handful of minutes off. I think 15, if I remember correctly. I may be wrong. Uh, off the time uh, because of all the technical difficulties and whatnot, and uh, it still did not bring you uh, into contention. Uh, it took 
one hour, 41 minutes, uh, Gobi and Atacama both in the one hour, 25, one hour, 26 minute range. Uh, so you were unfortunately going to tribal council here. And the other part of it was that the player from each tribe that had the most points uh, was going to earn a reward. That reward was 14 exclusive hours of access to an updated version of the radio. Oh boy. And uh, the person on your tribe that won that was Castle. Yep. Uh, so I think I think that happened, whatever day that happened, and then Tribal Council would be the following night. So there was a fairly long, a you know, good amount of time to, to listen and or try to find a thing or figure things out. Um, did Castle share anything with you? I seem to remember him telling me that he didn't really listen uh, anyway, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what he said to me. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't know whether to fully believe him or not, but it is what it is. I wasn't, you know, expecting him to pull out a hidden immunity out or anything. And plus, I, you know, just trying to work with him at the same time, too. So I wasn't, I didn't think the extra exclusive radio time was, you know, too big of a deal or anything like that. Cool. Uh, so heading to your first tribal council, um, where where was your head at, and uh, how did you fall on Steve as the target, ultimately? Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of got misconstrued in a way. You know, Steve, I think he kind of more, more or less said he was at peace if he was going home on this tribal council, and I think we kind of all just took it as, uh, we'll just vote out Steve this time. He doesn't care if he's going to play any longer or anything like that, and we'll just... You know, we'll take the easy vote and vote him out. So I think that's kind of how it played out. And, you know, nothing against Steve. That's how it worked best for me. I, I got to keep the two other members of Atacama with me. I got to keep Castle from Nerve with me. And we get to hopefully move on and do better at our next uh, next challenge. And like you said, yeah, you had Steve down for two points for the cast or for the puzzle part mm -hmm. of the challenge, you know. Yeah. He may have gotten more than that, but I think he, you know, left and came back, so it reset at some point. So it's not like we were getting rid of a, a strong member of our of our tribe in the sense of how we performed on the in the puzzle. So I think we were all just okay with voting out Steve and didn't want to didn't want to think too hard about it or anything like that. Fair enough. Uh, I guess the only uh, thing about the vote uh, that I want to sort of press on was by voting out Steve, you end up you know, the new tribe composition of yourself, cat muse and castle. Um, I don't know Were you, uh, did it feel, I mean, obviously you're not expecting to lose another challenge or go back to tribal council necessarily, but it's always a possibility. Um, did the new group of four that you were left with feel like, a group that you still had a good place within. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, I think, I think I remember a lot of people from the viewers lounge commenting on how it seemed to be, you know, you and castle would be, a, end up being a two against cat and muse as a separate two, uh, which could have been very, uh, concerning <laughs> if you went back to tribal council. Yeah, I mean, I still felt pretty good. Um, you know, if we needed to vote out Castle the next time, I feel like I could have went with my original Atacama members and we'd be okay. If 
we wanted to vote someone else out. I think Castle and I could have convinced someone else to vote out either Muse or Cat. So I still felt pretty good, but, you know, like you said, when it's down to four members of a tribe already, a two-versus-two split is pretty easy and, you know, not too far-fetched idea. And, you know, it doesn't also take that many members, only three members, to, you know, potentially vote yourself out. So I could I could have easily been the next person out. But I still felt pretty good about where I was in the tribe. Cool. All right. Uh, so Steve's voted out here four votes to one. He throws his vote on cat uh so uh you're down to tribe of four the other tribes both have five and this brings us to next immunity challenge which is greed uh all 14 people left in the game would convene at the same time i don't remember if everyone was online at the scheduled time but most of you were uh, I shut down your DMs and camp channel, I believe, prior to the challenge. Uh, so you didn't have a chance to really talk with anybody about what was going to happen until I opened up the challenge channel for about five minutes uh, before it started. Uh, but suffice to say, there would be a one-minute period where whoever wanted to could grab an immunity necklace. That person would be immune, but they would take their entire tribe to tribal council. If nobody took it, Everyone would go to tribal council and they would vote one person out as a giant group. What uh, what were you thinking about this? Yeah, I, I had I had no intentions ever of grabbing the the immunity necklace, and you know I didn't think anyone else in our tribe was going to do it. Um, you know I was more privy I think to how Castle thinks and how he talks. So I, you know as he was kind of joking about grabbing the necklace for himself. I knew he wasn't going to do it. He said he wasn't going to do it, and I believe that he wasn't going to do it, whether you know whether he was joking about it or not. Um, obviously, you know, Muse wasn't on the same page, and that makes sense since he doesn't know Castle that well. And I understand where he's coming from and why he took the took the necklace, but um, in the same time, I'm. It was uh, when you're down to when you're the one who just lost the previous immunity challenge. It's I thought we, I thought we weren't going to go to, back to tribal council again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone, I think, was a pretty pretty surprised at the sequence of events that took place here. Uh, I say go. Like two seconds later, Muse grabs the necklace. Cat tries to grab it a couple seconds after that. Uh, so Muse is immune, and the four of you are going back to tribal council. And now there's a decision to make, and there's one person who is off limits because Muse is immune. Um, so I guess what what was the how how much did you consider not voting for Castle here? Yeah, when I when we went back and we started DMing each other, messaging each other, you know, I didn't know. Obviously, I might, uh, from my vantage point, I only have two votes. I could possibly I can go for I can go for Castle, I can go for Cat, and you know, I liked both people, and I wish I didn't have to vote for either of them at that point. But you know, once Muse comes up to me and tells me that he's voting for Castle, then you know, I'm kind of I feel like I was backed into a corner that you know, if I wanted to not go to rocks, not you know, basically give myself a 50-50 chance of being eliminated, that I just had to go with Castle since, 
that's where Muse was going. That's where Cat was going. I didn't think I was going to be able to talk them off the ledge, to get either of them to switch. I don't really know who. I mean, Cat could only vote for me or Castle, so I'm not going to try to convince her to vote for me instead. <laughs> and so yeah, so once Muse had made up his mind that he was voting for Castle. And, you know, that's part of the reason why he grabbed the necklace is because he was afraid Castle was going to grab the necklace and force one of us to vote each other out. You know, I had to stay Atacama strong. And um, it was a unfortunately for Castle, it was a pretty easy vote to vote him out in order to, you know, stay with my group at that point and, you know, turn into maybe the turning point of the game for the three of us. Yeah. Uh, how close were, were you and Muse and Cat at this point uh, in the game? You know, still not too close. Um, we had, obviously, now we're down to four members of our tribe, so you only have a couple other people to talk to. So we'd been talking more. I don't know if I had messaged either of them on Atacama. Definitely not Muse, maybe Cat a little bit. So we hadn't talked too much before we had tribe swapped, and obviously now we're talking a little bit more. And so this is, I think, you know, once the greed challenge was over, I think that's was really the, the birthplace of our three person alliance there okay yeah uh tribal council castles voted out three to one he throws his vote on cat and you are down to three uh very very small <laughs> tribe this early in the game mm -hmm. uh and no swap coming up uh no relief so the next challenge is a big one um, you're, it's inverse blindfold the emoji description challenge and because you only have three, tri uh, th three tribe members uh, the other two tribes get to sit two people out one of the three people left would be the caller they would be guessing uh, idioms various phrases that would be provided to the describers who were only allowed to talk in emoji to get that third person to say the things you would get an hour of practice and then an hour to do the challenge. And if you got, there were 26 phrases. If you got all 26, great. If you didn't, that's how many points you had. And, you know, best result would would out. Uh, Gobi Tribe. Uh, I, all three tribes could go whenever they wanted. So we all kind of scheduled that up ahead of time to avoid it overlapping so that we the production team could monitor everyone. Gobi Tribe goes first. They go 24 of 26. Uh, so they missed two of the phrases in the allotted hour. Atacama was up second. They did get all 26. It took them 38, 39 minutes. And then we come to the Sahara tribe. Uh, <laughs> you're the first person I get to talk to about this challenge who was part of that Sahara tribe. Uh, so I'm curious to see how, how you describe it being within it. But I guess talk me through the, the, the warm-up and then the challenge itself and, and what that was like from, from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, I was a little nervous going in. Kat had had her technical issues before, so I think more the hour uh, practice time I thought was maybe going to be more just her getting her technical issues sorted away, but we actually got in some practice time, and we came up with a system that worked for us, and, you know, that... I, that, I think, was probably the turning point right there, the practice time leading up to this challenge. Uh, Muse uh, fired up a few practice ones for us, and I think one or two of them overlapped with what were actual the actual phrases in during the actual challenge of the game. And, you know, 
we we crushed it somehow one way or another we crushed it cat uh, was great even though i think she like she lost her screen a couple times and like went behind and she couldn't see so i think we could have actually done this faster somehow yeah. than what we originally done but yeah muse would put up you know how many words the phrase was or something like that and then i would do the emojis for the phrase and muse stepped in and helped if he could if i wasn't being able to if i couldn't think of anything to put in for the phrase and we just crushed it somehow you know i'm sure you guys were surprised and we you know even though once we finished it i you know i we felt good i felt good that we had you know not made it to tribal council but i didn't expect us to win by as much as we did yeah yeah it was a it was a blowout <laughs> uh you got all 26 commands in 12 minutes and like you said there were a lot of ways you could have gone even faster I do remember I had I'd forgotten that, but but you you saying something reminded me that Cat did get a, a couple of times kind of lost um, without seeing like the new messages pop up in the channel. Uh, plus, uh, you know she went, you know a lot of the answers she gave were preceded by you know a variety of like no way tangents yeah. and things like that. Uh, so easily I think you guys could have probably pulled this off in less than ten minutes, which uh, it's crazy crazy. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a huge huge moment for for the group the three of you and your tribe. Um, I remember at the end of it when you were finished, you're all super excited, screaming. I think we got to hear uh, your wife on the voice channel for a few yep. seconds and your kid as well. Yeah, she may have been up. She's probably up at that point. Yep, Becca yeah. was watching from. Um from watching us on our screen doing our thing and she was just laughing the whole time at all the phrases or whatever that uh cat was saying she's like look i think that's the first time we had heard is that the first time we had heard cat's voice maybe um probably she had heard it and it was like not what you were expecting and it was it was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely uh I know, I know there wasn't, I don't remember there being any real kind of discussion about anyone else being the speaker beside Kat, but looking back on what this challenge was and how, how it worked, do you feel like you could have been, if you were on a different tribe or something, um, could you have filled that speaker role? Do you think you would have been any good at it? Um, I think I would have been okay at it. I definitely, I don't think we would have got it as fast. You know, maybe we would have been around the whatever you said, the time of the second place team was 30 minutes or whatever that was. I feel mm -hmm. like we probably could have done it around that time. I think some I would have got pretty easy, but some I wouldn't have gotten. I I feel like I'm, I knew most of the phrases that from the list, but there were a couple there that I wasn't too, I didn't know well enough. And I mean, sometimes putting it up in, in emojis, you know, makes it easy or something like that. But I don't know if I would have got all of them as fast as Kat did. All right. So, uh, 12 minutes, and you blew away the competition, and Gobi Tribe going to Tribe Council, uh, and you're safe once again. It seems like it had been forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this the tribe going, Hirsch, Jasmine, Juiceboxer, Lurker, Nux, um, a couple of the people that you had, you know, Hirsch, who you'd formed a bit of a bond with on the original Atacama Tribe, and then Lurker and Nux, who... You were hoping to get back with so three out of the five people going to this tribal council were people you were probably expecting to be able to work with somewhere down the line 
Mm-hmm. Um, as it turns out, uh, they were the only three people that were probably safe at this tribal council, fortunately. So, uh, juice boxer voted out here four to one. Um, I don't know any thoughts on on juice boxer. You were on the same tribe with him to start. Yeah, and you're the one. He, he's the one you said that um, had the low score for us on our first challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think you know a couple people from Atacama obviously on that tribe as well. So maybe they had factored that part in. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how we did in any of the other challenges. So maybe it was an easy vote for them, but uh, you know, it wasn't. I wasn't too surprised, but I was just more relieved not to be at tribal council for the first time in about a week. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, all right. So uh, the the power trio has formed, and all of a sudden there is another swap. Um, no ch- no no challenge or games associated with this one. We had everybody just add emoji reactions to a couple of messages, and it would sort you at random. Uh, we had a couple of issues with that uh, on the back end, but we sorted them all out. And your new tribe, you're back on Atacama. Uh, this time with Jasmine Laforza, but still with Muse. So mm-hmm. only four people, still a very small tribe. Uh, and you had been on, these were all original Atacama tribe members. So, uh, you know, it's like uh, going back home a little bit <laughs> in a way. Yep. Yeah, it felt good. Um, didn't know too much about Jasmine, Muse, and I, obviously, during our friendship at that point. So we had, you know, our good and our bad moments to talk about and you know again a small tribe so you had to you almost were forced to get to to talk to everyone at least a little bit if i'm remembering right jasmine was from europe or something like that so she was a little Mm -hmm. off in time zone so it was a little harder to chat with her but um yeah definitely felt like yous and i continued to grow and i got to know la forza a little bit more in this tribe time nice all right. Well, the next first challenge as a brand new tribe was the Sandstorm Challenge. There was a bit of a uh, prediction that this would come to pass if you uh, listening to the radio. Uh, this was, I think, two weeks or so into the game at this point. Uh, we gave four people on each tribe. There were four roles uh, that each person had to, each tribe had to assign each member uh, to. Navigator, biologist, medic, engineer. Uh, I think well, we didn't tell you really what each of them did. We kind of gave you vague descriptions other than the navigator was the only one that you had to have and was probably the most important member of the group and uh, would take place in a brand new server uh, away from the Alliance server. So your tribe ends up going with... <clears throat> Uh, Laforza was the navigator, Jasmine was your biologist, Ch- uh, you were the medic, and Muse was the engineer. Do you, I don't know, you remember deciding who was who and, and sort of how that came to pass? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, obviously, we had to try to work with Jasmine the most with her being in a different time zone, but even Muse being on the West Coast, so we had a, what, something like an <laughs> eight-hour time difference between the four of us, so... You know, about as worst case as you could get for a four-person tribe. But uh, thankfully, we were able to figure something out to get all all four of us on at the same time zone. But um, 
LaForza felt pretty good about being the navigator, and he did a great job, if I'm remembering that correctly. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the other three of us weren't needed too much in the end. I think I had uh, used my medic abilities one time. Jasmine helped a little bit with the biologist and telling us, trying and helping LaForza navigate, you know, or avoid a couple creatures along the way. But, um, you know, LaForza was a great choice for navigator, and that was, I think, the main thing that ended up working for us. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through the challenge channel you guys were in now. Uh, you you as the uh, medic found additional uh, antidotes and had to use a dose of antidote at one point uh, to prevent your entire one of me- one of your party members from dying and therefore losing the challenge. Uh, so you played your role. And like, yeah, LaForza as a navigator, and this was a big challenge for the three navigators that the tribes picked um, as far as you know, the results were concerned that uh, they, they kind of, they kind of <laughs> decided how this ended up and it took you 24 minutes to do it. Uh, Sahara took 22 minutes and Gobi 37. So didn't come in first, but you avoided tribal council, which is generally the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this sends uh, Angel Cake, Karstaway, Cat, and Hirsch to Tribal Council, um, which is going to be a, a kind of a big deal going forward. But I don't know. At the time, did you have any idea? Did you know anything about like the relationship the Cat and Hirsch had formed on Atacama while you were there with them, um, or anything? No, I wasn't too privy to anything there. Um, I think Cat may have mentioned a little bit that she was that she had allied with Hirsch maybe a little bit when our time on Sahara together. But, um, yeah, I didn't know too much. I didn't know how big of a duo that uh, Karstawi and Angel had become yet at that point. So, yeah, I didn't know that this was going to be how big of a – how big and a turning point of a tribal council this was going to be. This was, you know, definitely one of the – maybe the most impactful one pre-merge. Yeah. Uh, they go to tribal, 2-2 split, revote, 1-1. Rock draw between Angel Cake and Hirsch. Hirsch draws the rock. Hirsch is eliminated. As far as everyone else knows, Hirsch was voted out. Who's to say otherwise? Um, and uh, that's somebody you kind of probably wanted to touch base with, at least, I'm guessing, once the merge came around. Yeah, I was surprised, shocked, you know, definitely disappointed a little bit. But, um, you know, not everything's going to go you, how you planned out to be and you got to adapt so feel bad for hirsch and you know I, I learned about it eventually that it went to rocks and cat told me about it at some point but it was yeah i'd say around around our tribe it definitely it was a shock that hirsch was going home out of all that yeah absolutely uh all right um so that brings us to the auction uh, everybody was given $100. Gobi Tribe, being down a person, was given an extra $100 as a tribe that they could only spend on tribal items. And uh, this was a pretty straightforward auction for your side. Uh, you're ultimately going to throw 360 of your $400 as a tribe on the first immunity, first tribal immunity. Uh, I don't know. What, did you have any secondary, second considerations on going after any of the individual stuff um, at all. Yeah, I'm looking back through here, and it looks like I had 
three or four different, uh, you know, dollar amounts placed on before I made my final decision. And I think if I'm remembering right, none of them would have worked out from, you know, any of the ones I did early on. So I'm glad I just threw all $100 on tribal immunity. We kind of we were hoping that the other tribes would go for number two was also tribal immunity, too. But I think it came with like a little extra perk. So we were hoping that the other tribes would go for that. And then we would be left with the first tribal immunity. And we were just happy with that. And, you know, so it worked out for us. Yeah. Yep, $400 from Gobi was put on the tribal immunity and the ability to spectate the next tribal council. Uh, 360, so you, LaForza, and Muse all put your full dollar amounts on there. Jasmine put 60 and then split up the remaining 40 of her money across all six individual items. <laughs> but uh, the amounts were too small to win any of them as the entirety of the new Sahara tribe, so Ari, Gabe, Lurker, and Nux, would take every single item that was available, uh, which was kind of a thing. Uh, what you know? What were your? What was your reaction to these? Gabe got nothing. Gabe did not bid at all. So Ari, Lurker, Nux got six individual items between the three of them. Kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Put you know, you gotta think that there was some useful information or uh, rewards that were going out to those three players and um, yeah, definitely not for Gabe like you said, but um, I know when we got later on when we finally got to the merge I was able to, I think Lurker told me some of the things he got, you know, I don't know whether he told the truth on all those things or not or anything like that, but um, so I felt good in that sense that I would be able to, you know, maybe they would lie to me a little bit, but you know, if they found anything big, maybe they would be able to tell me once we got to the merge that they, what they got. But I was a little surprised. I was, I was kind of hoping that both those other two tribes would fight out for the tribal immunity and, you know, most of the little stuff would, you know, either fall by the wayside or, you know, maybe only a couple of them would fall into the hands of individual members. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are two dud items uh, among those six things. Uh, the shovel and uh, camel dung was one of the covered items. Uh, but then you had a golden rock Lurker had, which would have prevented him from drawing a rock if the situation arose. Spy shack, which let him spy for two hours on any channel he couldn't see. And then you had the trip to tabletop mountain for ari which would ultimately result in him finding the first idol of the game uh and then at the same time so i think the same night that this happened that the auction happened uh or maybe it was the night after the last vote uh is when cat finds the extra vote on Gobi, and the idol that ari finds on tabletop mountain was actually hidden in the atacama tribes camp so I know at one point, I don't remember if it was in the first makeup of the tribes or the second, uh, Gabe had stumbled upon the excavate command in the dunes. I don't know if you remember that at all. No, I don't know if I got excavate. Okay. Um, so, I mean, at this point, you know, we're a little over two weeks into the game. Had you been searching? Had other people that you were talking to been searching? Did anybody feel like they were on the verge of finding anything or a clue to anything at that point? 
Yeah, I definitely had some words written down, some commands written down in my channel that I were getting responses. I didn't know if they were fake responses. I didn't know if they were leading to anything. Like I had canteen, cactus. I just thought a lot of these didn't mean anything. Um, camel, vulture, mojo king. You know, tried a lot of different words from the uh, radio. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I got excavate. Um, I shared a few. Definitely, I think we. I was sharing with some other tribe members. Um, I don't. I. I didn't give away everything that I knew. I didn't know if some were, you know, more important than others. But um, at that point, yeah, I hadn't really gotten. I didn't. I didn't think I was getting too close to immunity. At that point, I was. I felt like I was kind of stuck in didn't know what the what next to do gotcha uh so uh the group the the tribe of uh, sahara who had just won all these individual items is going to tribal council uh the gobi tribe got to watch that tribal council and uh ultimately gabe is going to be voted out here three to one and that puts us down to 10 people and uh, probably the next day i think called everybody together and you're merged Woo! yeah <laughs> was that uh, did you kind of come in with any sort of like small goals like don't be the first person voted out make it to the merge make it to the jury that kind of thing oh yeah that was yep first if that's exactly my goal is yeah so merge is definitely you know the second goal and we you had made it there so it felt a relief but the merge also feels like the point where, you know, if you feel like you actually have a chance of winning the game, you know, you're fine. You're into the more individual part of the game and you now you're with everyone, you know, everyone or you're going to at least learn about everyone. So the merge, I think, is, you know, a real big point in the game for for how you feel like if you have a chance to actually win the game, if you know, if you get eliminated during uh, when, when you're split up into different tribes. I don't know. I feel like you don't, you might not get be that close, but once you get to the merge here, it feels more real. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so the merge, uh, the ten players making the merge are Angel Cake, Ari, Karstaway, yourself, Cat, Jasmine, Laforza, Lurker, Muse, and Nux. Uh, at this point in the game, uh, I believe Angel Cake, Karstaway, Lurker, and Nux had never been on your tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else had. But you're familiar with Lurker and Nux to a certain degree outside the game, so not quite as uh, alienating as it might appear on the surface. Um, new new merge tribe is named Mojave, and uh, I don't know what first chance to talk to you know these four new players, first chance to connect with Lurker and Nux, first chance you know you're reunited with Cat after. Hirsch gets voted out. All this stuff. How 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 crazy were was that like first day or so, and and how did it all kind of filter through for you as far as where you stood within the rest of this merge tribe? Yeah, that day was definitely a crazy day. Yeah, I felt like I had to get caught up with Nux and Lurker since we hadn't been on a tribe yet, and I was hoping that they would be able be willing to work with me, and I was obviously I was willing to work with them even if it didn't uh, turn out that way in the end. But um, so, yeah, had a lot of conversations with them. I was glad that they, um, you know, formed a duo throughout their time together. They 
but they had been on a tribe together the whole time at that point, I think. So mm-hmm. it made sense that they had had formed a good relationship at that point. Um, Kat, yeah, definitely it was good to talk, catch up with Kat again. Um, if I'm remembering right, she didn't, because she was there for the Hirsch vote out, well, for the rocks, I guess. Mm-hmm. And But she, I don't think she was purposely hiding things from me but i think it was just like not her time to be like fully present online for the game when i had asked her about it so she like and i she kind of was pushing things off at that point so i was thankfully you know you had like a million other things to do catch up with people um meet some other people so it wasn't too big of a deal but i was uh, that was one of the main things i wanted to know is like you know how did hirsch get voted out and that's obviously not the that was one of the last things I learned from the merge tribe after everything so um yeah that was definitely a crazy day almost information overload at that point <laughs> yeah I, I I'm sure it always seems to be for for a lot of people um yeah uh it's it's crazy you know I think it makes a lot of sense, you know, having knowing the circumstances and the relationships you had with all these other players that you would want to work with Lurker and Nux, uh, at least on some level, and uh, all the more interesting given how things are going to play out. Uh, but before we get to the first uh, immunity challenge, there was a race for an idol uh, in the crypt here. And were you at all in play for this idol? Do you remember the race for it at any at any point? Yeah, I was doing good. Um, I think I was a little bit behind. It was like you had to find like four different parts to a clue or something like that, if I'm remembering it right. Yes. And I found I was a little slow on the first one, but once I found the first one, I figured out the you know, the gist of it for the rest. So I think I found the next three pretty fast, maybe not first, but I feel like I was, you know, close to it there. But then I, for some reason, I just never, I think you had to type in what search or something first. Uh, in the, in the crypt. Yes. Yep. So I got into the crypt, but I never typed in search or I didn't type in fast enough. And so I, you know, I felt like I was close and then obviously I was disappointed and um right ari i think won that won that hidden immunity idol mm-hmm. so and i think i was definitely a little bitter i don't know for sure but if it seemed like he was getting the clues mainly and smartly because other people were finding him and he wasn't <laughs> finding them himself yes pretty much yeah so i was like uh i think he uh, yeah i don't even think he's finding him because i think he was a little late to the party but he was the first one that typed in search i'm guessing so and he was able to find it and so i was a little bitter that ari was the one to find it because i felt like i was you know again not maybe in the lead but close to the lead and i felt like i had a real chance at it but all for naught yeah uh then the the other part of it is uh, a bunch of people were quote-unquote given idols in the crypt that forced me to go in and tell various people you didn't uh already yeah. got it and then like four people after that got the message saying they did and and it was not to be which added a little more confusion around who actually had the idol uh-huh. not that anyone i think knew that ari was the first one in there in the first place um so he's got two idols at this point and um uh, 
there's also this is the point where Lurker uses his uh, spy shack on the Angel Cake Karstway DM channel, and I think he uses that information to kind of determine that Ari is the most likely person to have that idol uh, as well. So, um, I guess at this point, so we're heading into this first immunity challenge. Uh, you've got Cat and Muse on one side. You've got Lurker Nux on another side. Um, what, I don't know, prior to whatever happens at the immunity challenge, did you have a hopeful plan in mind or, or a direction you wanted to go in? Yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping to stick with Cat and Muse for sure from the friendships we had made on our struggling tribe together. But, you know, I wanted to work with Nux and Lurker if possible. So that was my plan going into the first challenge. You know, if, you know, I wouldn't be obviously disappointed if one of them had won individual immunity that first time. I was obviously hoping to win it, but <laughs> I, I don't want to, there was no one that I was like fearing would to get the immunity challenge. You know, at that point you're still kind of feeling it out, feeling it out. Who's the, who are the top players? Who are the players, you know, that are getting the biggest targets on their back and who you need to vote out at that point. <laughs> I think so. You know, I felt like I had different ways to go and, you know, I was, hoping it would work one way with Nux and Lurker. I think that was, you know, plan A, but I, w I, I felt good that I had other options as well. Was the, I guess, like, dream uh, scenario that you, Cat, Muse, Luck, uh, Lurker, and Nux could all work together as a larger group? For me, yeah, I guess so. I don't know if there was any of their plans for those other four players, but I think... Uh, uh, Nux and Lurker would be okay working with Muse. I wasn't sure if it was going the other way as much, but yeah, for me, I think that would have been the ideal, you know, five personal lines would have been those five for me. Gotcha. All right. Well, this first immunity challenge was kind of a kick in the ass. <laughs> um, so this is penalties where every a couple minutes or so I would present a thing and if you chose to stick in stay in the challenge that would be a thing you lost um, and it would just go until only one person remained or I believe if multiple people if everyone left jumped out at the same time that the person who did so last chronologically would be the person who won uh, Muse did not participate in this challenge um, Ari and Kat jump out at the first penalty. Karstaway jumps out at the second one. And then you're in it until penalty number six, uh, which was lose the ability to talk in DM channels for the rest of the day. Yeah, so I think in the end I just decided giving up the DMs on the first uh, post-merge immunity or tribal council was too much for me to give up. So that's why I think I eventually I decided to give way at that uh, was it the sixth mm -hmm. sixth person place there yeah uh you and jasmine both jump out there uh so lurker you didn't know who was still in it lurker nux angel cake and laforza were the four people left um they all go to penalty number nine and that's when lurker jumps out that is the exile to black rock until two hours before tribal council uh penalty 
And then we get all the way to penalty number 12, which would have been losing the ability to talk in DMs until the next Tribal Council. And that's when Nux and Angel Cake both drop out and LaForza wins immunity and as as his reward does not get to talk to a single person until after the next tribal council basically uh so this this does this causes a little bit of a issue i think uh with with everyone who's in the game because some people you can talk to at immediately some you can't talk to till midnight others you can't talk to until two hours before the tribal count tribal council others you can't talk to until after tribal council so there were really only five or six players who could do a lot uh, up until that point. So, you know, what what was how did that fa- uh, affect uh, the what's going to become the plan for this first merged tribal council? Yeah, it was definitely tough. You know, I was still I feel like trying to catch up in some ways with Nux and Lurker and figure out a plan with them. So, not being able to talk to them for the rest of the day wasn't very helpful. And, um, you know, maybe it ends up being the what sends one of them home. Not, you know, 100% sure on that, but it was tough not, you know, for me not being able to go to the sub channels for a day or some of the other things I had lost. I wasn't, you know, I'm sure you had something going on in the radio at that point that would have been helpful, but, you know, something like that I didn't mind too much losing channel history you know it stinks but that's that's okay but you know not being able to talk to four out of the nine other tribe members you know that has a big effect on what you're able to plan with those people even if you you know you still had time to talk to them before the next tribal council but yeah not being able to do with forza eventually you know he was part of the plan to vote out on who to vote out with the next on the first uh, tribal council I think that was ended up probably being the most difficult one. Yeah. Uh, so how, I don't know if you remember, but how, how did the target eventually end up falling on Nux here? Yeah, I mean, I kind of felt like Atacama was in the middle. You know, Nux and Lurker wanted Karstaway and Angel out. Angel and Karstaway wanted Nux or Lurker out. So it kind of felt like Atacama got to decide which side of which duo they wanted to align themselves with from the other tribe and you know most people wanted to go with angel and Karstaway. you know i remember um lurker told me i think part of it one of his uh, individual rewards that he won that you know they had been talking a lot they had you know twice as many messages as pretty much anyone else had mm-hmm. I, is that part a lie i don't know if that part was a lie or not nope, but that that's that's true Yep. So they had, you know, a ton of messages. So they were obviously really close. So I, I understood why he wanted them targeted, and I understood that part. But I also understood why a lot of people wanted Nux and Lurker gone to. You know, I, they felt I could see why. You know, they were seen as pretty big threats in the game as well. And I don't know. My I don't think the 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 talking part, the persuasive part of my game is the strongest part of my game. So I didn't know if I was going to be able to persuade enough people to switch from one side to the other. And I didn't know if it was worth it at that point in the game to try to get everyone to vote for either Angel or Karstaway instead of Nux. And so I just, I went with the flow. I felt like that was the best thing to do at the time. And, you know, that's just kind of how it went. Okay. Uh, I, I... 
so, uh, checks out. Uh, one of the penalties required Angel K, Clefourza, and Nux to vote, um, to, to basically sign their votes uh, at this tribal council. Uh, everyone, uh, Lurker, Angel K, Nux, Clefourza were not allowed to talk during tribal council. Um, so it was a fairly, fairly quiet affair all around. And uh, we end up with seven votes on Nux. Nux and I believe Ari both vote for Karstaway with Lurker voting for Angel Cake. And Nux is voted out. He becomes the first member of the jury. And so now we are in the jury phase of the game. I sure everyone expected that but you know it actually happening is is significant in and of itself and it definitely impacts the way you react and, and talk to the other players that are still playing and then usually affects how people conduct themselves at tribal councils going forward um what you know nux is gone someone who you had wanted to work with and had been unable to do so uh what was your process going forward? Did you see yourself just kind of sticking with this group of, you know, seven players or was it more complicated than that? Yeah, I think from that point on, it kind of, there was basically like an obvious path forward. You had a, I think you, Lurker was next on the chopping block and it made a lot of sense in that way. Um, I think a lot of us got kind of suspicious that, Ari, since he didn't vote with us either. Um, I remember, I think, going up into that first merge uh, tribal council. I don't know if he intended it or not, but he, it's, to me, it seemed like he was grilling me a lot, you know, trying to figure out exactly what I was doing. And it seemed like he was voting with Nux and Lurker instead of against them. So I was, you know, trying to be not lie too much while being, you know, trying to, if, I needed him on my side at some point, you know, try not to lie either or anything like that. So at the point, I remember telling him at some point, because I think we had planned to split the vote on Karstaway and Angel when, you know, that was for the Nux and Lurker plan. And at some point, that was the plan too, to split the vote on Nux and Lurker. So I remember telling him that we were going to split the vote. I was on the split vote, but not for which peop for not for which person or anything like that. So, you know, something little subtle like that, that I... I felt like I wasn't lying, but I wasn't completely telling the truth. So I feel like that's kind of, you know, some of the some of the little things you have to do. And so it seemed like he was after Lurker, you know, he him and Lurker were kind of the next two on the chopping block. And then, you know, you figure out from there what you do with the with the final eight. And but those or I guess the final seven, if those two are the next two out. But um, you figure out from there. But that felt like the the next two steps forward from from my vantage point at that at that time. Gotcha. All right, makes sense. Pretty straightforward. Um, so uh, we get to the next immunity challenge. This is the story of the Mojo Desert. I would read a story about the history of the Mojo Desert to everybody, and then you'd have to answer a series of questions uh, based on the story. Laforza and Angel Cake entered this challenge with a penalty. Um, which effectively took them out of the challenge. Uh, Laforza did not participate at all. Jasmine also didn't uh, because of her availability. Karstaway had to step away during the challenge uh, to tend to her twins and was not able to finish. 
Muse got all the way to the last question and could not answer it, so he was not able to complete the challenge either. Angel Cake did do the challenge with the penalties, and it took him 22 minutes and 39 seconds. And then you finished fourth here, finishing in 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Lurker, 10.26, RE, 8.35, and Cat finishes in 7 minutes and 49 seconds to win individual immunity. Um... I don't know, I like I don't know I don't remember there really being a point during the season um obviously final 4 is a big immunity but I don't remember there being a point where you probably felt like you needed to win individual immunity um but I'm sure you know it always looks good if you get to the end with a couple of immunities uh having been won uh I don't know is this is as someone who, especially if you you were you watched early seasons of Survivor, this was a challenge that Jeff Probst did a, a few times. Um, or, or did you remember that those those challenges from the early days of the show? No, they had slipped my mind by this point. But um, you know, it was a fun challenge. I enjoyed this challenge. Um, I think I kind of just sat on a couple questions too long, and you know, they were. I felt like I was. I felt like I knew the story well, but obviously I didn't know it quite well enough. I was trying to, you know, get something where I was able to get as uh, transcripted as best as possible, but it didn't work out quite like I had planned. So that kind of foiled foiled my plans a little bit. So I think that made it a little harder, but I don't know if I'd have been able to catch uh, uh, Kat's time. She was, you know, half my time or something like that. So I don't think I would have been able to do that even if I had done a perfect and didn't mess up any time, mess up any of the questions. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there was a fun challenge and it was, yeah. I, you, you going through all those things and, you know, why people didn't participate or anything like that. <laughs> you make me feel a little bit worse about how I did. I'm like, oh, oh no. Too bad. And now it's like, oh, it's because Carstway had to leave for twins and two people didn't participate. And it's like, oh, maybe I would have finished like seventh or eighth place if I had, if everyone had full commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, well, yeah, so... Uh, well, Cat, yeah, Cat wins immunity here. Um, not really... Again, not somebody who is probably in danger at this next vote. Uh, and and you kind of said that the targets here were, were... Lurker and Ari were the main ones. Um, was the... You know, you didn't split the vote in last time, putting every vote on Nux that you had uh was there do, i don't know if you remember why this time there was a split if there was more information that ari may have had an idol or the lurker may have had an idol um and then on top of that you had i believe uh drew angel cake and Karstway switched who they were voting for at this tribal council and you also had laforza who was supposed to vote one way and ended up voting for a different person and then you had Jasmine, who was voting with you, and this time did not vote with you. And then Lurker did vote with you against Ari. So this is why I think some people are rightfully so uh, paranoid about split votes. It ends up working. But I don't know if you can speak to any of those uh, permutations of what happened. Yeah, with um, I think we're pretty sure we split the vote. I think Kat was convinced that Ari had an idol um, at that point. So I think that's why we split the vote. I mean, yeah, we weren't gunning for Ari the first time since now we were more gunning for Ari. And I think it had been pretty commonly passed around that Ari had won the the hidden immunity idol that we were racing for at the beginning of the merge tribe. So 
I think that's kind of why we went that way there with the split vote. And yeah, with um, I had no clue that Lurker ended up voting with us and Jasmine had switched her vote for, you know, a while, you know, probably at least a week until someone had finally figured it out. Uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out, yeah, like you said, some of the other things that have been going on with that tribe with uh, people switching votes. And so I wasn't even too concerned about Jasmine at that time. You know, maybe if if it was just Jasmine and Lurker switching her, their votes, maybe, you know, there would have been more pressure on Jasmine at that time. But at that point, I didn't really. Uh, yeah, it was that was that was a rough uh, tribal council. And, you know, even though we expected Ari to have a hidden immunity idol, that was just, you know, I feel like the, the icing on top. <laughs> yes. Uh, we end up with four votes on Ari, three on Lurker, and two votes uh, get put on Muse. Ari plays an idol, so he is safe. And Lurker is voted out three to two, uh, joining Nux on the jury. Um and so uh, now Lurker, Nux, both voted out of the game at this point. Uh, Ari, I'm guessing, becomes public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, once you gun for someone and they show that they have a hidden immunity idol, which we all expected, but I feel like that just grows the target on your back, and I'm sure you knew it as well. So I think it was... We weren't we weren't hiding that fact, and you know he knew it, and he, for his credit, he showed up the next couple uh, travel or hidden immu- or immunity challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so down to eight at this point uh, brings us to touchy subjects, uh, the uh, reward challenge, and uh, this was um, this was a interesting one. Uh, you got 36 points. You fell kind of right in the middle uh, there, fifth out of the eight people. Um, and this was a this was a challenge that was pretty much dominated by Cat, Ari, and Laforza as far as the answers were concerned. Um, they were probably the three biggest players uh, in this altogether. You got a couple votes here and there. Uh, I see here. Angel Cake voted you as the best person equipped to play real Survivor. Um, <laughs> let's see. You got a vote. It looks like you voted for yourself to be the most likely to stab you in the back. I don't know yeah. if that's accurate. Maybe. Don't remember. Um, Jasmine said that you were the most honest. Uh, Karstway said that you would be a strong and benevolent king. Uh, the one question you got the you tied uh, Laforza for the most responses, uh, most answers for was who would eat at Mojo King most often. Um, fair. That, does that sound like a place you would eat at? <laughs> yeah, I had my fair share of fast food. <laughs> and then uh, you got two votes. One, uh, one from Ari and one from Muse as who would you trust to look after your kids? Seems to make sense. You have your own kid. Yeah. Uh, so I guess on your side of things and the way people view you, uh, I don't know that there was a ton of information to be found in this challenge necessarily, but yeah. as as far as what it revealed about how people viewed Kat or Laforza or Ari or other players, did it 
give, tell you anything that you hadn't known or maybe only suspected? No, I don't think so. I'm going back through. I feel like most of it uh, kind of made sense um, with where my hat was at or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I read too much into it either. In some ways, so. I didn't think it was too surprising anything that came out of there, but I also wasn't, I don't think I was thinking too hard about it either. Uh, Angel Cake wins this challenge. He got 49 points. Uh, the reward was not part of the game. It was external Discord Nitro or something like that. Uh, so not a big deal, all things considered. Uh, and then that brings us to the next immunity challenge. This is Scavenger. This is like single-player battleship kind of thing. Um, everybody started with two totems, hit them in a grid, and each turn you would dig up a spot, and any totems you dug up became yours, and you would rehide them in any space that did not already have uh, one of your totems. And it would go until either only one person was left or one person had more totems than there were available spaces. And uh, we got down to like four or five people remaining, and <laughs> it was like seven or eight totems in like four different spots and muse was the one that dug up the 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 way the turn sequence ended up it fell on muse who dug up the last spot and had more than enough totems to cover the rest of the board and so muse won individual immunity which uh i guess is good i think i guess at, at this point you're just hope you're just hoping it's not ari yeah, pretty much, yeah. We were hoping it wasn't Ari at this point, so Muse, I was definitely totally fine with that. this point, yeah, I mean, you are starting to hope that you're going to win an immunity challenge at some point. You know, I felt like I I think I got off to a decent start on this one. I found a couple, not right off the bat, but, you know, maybe like my third or fourth turn, something like that. I was starting to find a couple, and then, yeah, Muse pulls up the win. So, yeah, yeah it definitely wasn't sad to see him win the immunity um and then so for this vote here uh we get another split vote uh this one between ari and jasmine and just based on the fact that jasmine voted against the, uh the main group the last two tribal councils i assume is how she ends up being the secondary target here uh and getting the two votes from angel cake and Karstaway which end up sending her home when Ari plays his second immunity idol. Yeah, um, I think we, yeah, at that point we had speculated that he had had a second immunity idol. Um, I remember he told me that he had that visit to Tabletop Mountain, but he told me that he you know, didn't find anything there, but that was obviously a lie at that point. Like <laughs> you said, he, he found his immunity idol there. So it wasn't... This one was more surprising, just because uh, it's surprising to someone has two different hidden immunity idols, but it wasn't that surprising either with the way. Ari definitely seems like a big fan of the game, and it's not too surprising that he was able to f find himself a couple of hidden immunity idols. It was just, I guess, more so disappointing that we had to wait another another tribal <laughs> council to hopefully get him out. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, now, I I'm guessing... I mean, by this point, you know, I'm sure you and, and Muse and Kat are fairly close. Did she, at any point, have, by this point, 
I don't know if you remember, tell you about the extra vote that she had? I know she told me at some point. I don't know, remember exactly when it was. I don't know if it was at this point yet. Because I think she told me that there was an expiration date to it. You know, it had to be used by a certain tribal council date, something like that. So I know it was kind of close to that date, you know, maybe like three, two or three days before that, that she had to use it soon. So, yeah, I'm not sure quite when she told me, but I know she told me at some point about it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, So Jasmine is gone. She is the third member of the jury. Uh, We're down to seven. And uh, two idols later, Ari has none at this point, uh, and hopefully you can uh, finally target him, uh, or safely target him, rather. Uh, This brings us to the next challenge, which is lie to me. Um, So in the first round of the challenge, there was a question that had a correct answer that each player was asked to provide an incorrect answer to hopefully throw off the other players, and then you would you know, select the answer you thought was right. If you picked the correct answer, you got two points for each correct answer. And if somebody picked your fake answer, you got a point. Uh, and then the second round, there was one prompt. It did not have a correct answer. And everyone was asked to pick their favorite response and second favorite response. And that would determine how many points each person got. Uh, this was not a good challenge for you, <laughs> all things told. Um, this uh, you got one of the answers correct, uh, which was if I can see it the after opening a second location, Mojo King introduced the world famous Mega Mirage Chia Seed Salad with calories that aren't even real. Was the question you got correct? Uh, you had two people pick your wrong answer, uh, so first round was not great to you. But then in the second round, you did get two favorite. Uh, choices uh, for your response which was coming soon to Sandy Cinema Iron Man 47 the next great hit from director TJ Canberra complete with deadly stunts high paced action and the same stuff you've been watching since the first one (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this is kind of like a a quiplash or fibbage game Mm -hmm. uh, from Jackbox and stuff Uh, so I don't know did you feel like this was something in your wheelhouse was it a little outside of it or anything yeah i played fibbage we have one of the jackpot versions uh, for fibbage and i feel like i'm kind of hit or miss with it sometimes i have a good game and you know win the game and win the round with my family sometimes i finish last place so (laughs) this kind of felt like one of the times that it wasn't for me you know maybe my sense of humor doesn't bode well with the rest of the members of this tribe you know, maybe I just wasn't funny on that day, but um, so I know. So it was, again, disappointing to not win, but I felt pretty good at where I was. So I didn't feel like I needed to pile on the victories yet. So I was kind of hoping that I would be saving them for later at this point. Yeah. Uh, Muse was the only person who did worse than you. He got four points. You got eight. Well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that you... I don't know. There, you had eight. Carsway and LaForza both had ten. Cat had eleven. So there's a nice little bunch of, of the four of you there. Uh, then you get to Angel Cake, who had 22, uh, finishing in second place. And uh, as it always kind of turns out to be, as soon as he's vulnerable and has no idols, uh, a person wins individual immunity, which Ari does with 23 points. Very, very close between him and Angel Cake. So 
yeah, now <laughs> this kind of just feels like a, Ari wins individual immunity and the other six of you kind of look at each other and go, now what? Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's exactly how we were feeling. We are like, we, he can't have a third hidden immunity idol, can he? So we felt pretty good coming into this challenge. And then, of course, he ekes out the win over Angel Cake. Yeah, we, at that point, we were just hoping anyone but Ari. And then we were, you know, hopefully we would figure it out the next turn, but or the next tribal council after that. Um, thankfully, from what I understand, La Forza was kind of just done with the game, so we got kind of got a, a little saving grace from that, and he was the easy vote out instead of Ari as we waited that he would hopefully not win the next immunity challenge. Um, did you have any kind of relationship with La Forza at this point? I mean, yeah, we had been on the same tribe except for that one time when we first went to Sahara, so we had known each other. I felt like I didn't think we would ever – I didn't know if we would, you know, if we got to that point, if we would make it to the end together as a tribe, but I felt like we communicated with each other well. We knew – we told each other what was going on. You know, we fed each other information, and that, so that felt good, but – and so it was a uh, it was a bummer to see him go, but I feel like kind of in my head after Ari, you know, I don't know if he would have been the next one, but I felt like at that point, you know, Cat and Muse and I, we had we were gunning for the final three. So you know, you know who was next between him and you know some of the other players that were left, we would have hopefully voted him out at some point, but he wasn't um, coming out of that challenge. He wasn't the top of mind for me. Yeah, uh, so, you know, the three of you, Ari's immune, and then you have LaForza, Karstaway, and Angel Cake, um, and, uh, I guess, I, I don't know, I'm assuming at this point you have some kind of an idea that Angel Cake, Karstaway, I guess Lurker kind of told you about how much they talked Karstaway and Angel Cake, so knowing that this is a fairly tight pair, they had also been together the entire game up to this point, mm -hmm. um, you know, it doesn't. I think the the circumstances surrounding Laforza kind of falling on his own sword here make it difficult to go any other direction. But yeah. was there? I don't know. I, I like. I remember asking uh, Ari and Angel Cake about this. You know, I feel like there's definitely an opportunity here to pivot and target perhaps a more a larger threat at this at this stage of the game. Um, was that an option that you thought about or wanted? No, we. Were, I was always going to respect, you know, his wishes that he wanted to, you know, go out at this point. But um, yeah, it did kind of feel, in some ways, yeah, like a missed opportunity. You know, is that the point where maybe we could have split up Carstaway and Angel Cake? You know, is is that the chance that they would have taken to split up the three of us? I don't know how well they knew that the three of us were a, a team at that point, but um, hopefully not. So I do feel like, you know, now thinking about it more, that La Forza probably would have been better, you know, to take to the final four. He would have, you know, hopefully been an extra vote to help us split up uh, Karstaway and Angel Cake if necessary after Ari. But, you know, you got to go with how the wave rides, and this is how it went. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, La Forza voted out 6-0. to zero. He abstained from voting and basically did not chose not to vote ultimately um and he goes out as the fourth member of the jury and now we are down to six 
which brings us to the final reward challenge of the season. This was Name That Tune, um, which ended up being 30 second clips of 45 different songs. You got half a point for the title of the song, half a point for the artist of the song, but all of the song clips were like 8-bit or classical covers or something to that effect. Uh, I am I'm fairly hit or miss with Name That Tune type stuff using the actual songs uh and much worse when when the format is like this uh had you done stuff like name that tune i know uh, gd had done a couple of these games on the fml server in the past before this yeah i don't know if, i don't think i've ever done any with them so yeah going into this um yeah i knew i probably wasn't going to be great at this i mean i think like most people i enjoy music but i'm not i don't have the music on all the time or anything like that um you know popular music i listen to taylor swift and that's about it nice. so if you would have done t- 45 taylor swift songs maybe <laughs> i would have won but other than that you know and you know as each each and every single song went on you know i was happy if i if i knew one out of every three or something like that mm-hmm. and if it was you know just the na- the title or the the singer's name not even both parts so I knew I wasn't gonna, I wasn't doing great as this challenge progressed, but it was still fun and obviously very challenging with the, you know, the the version being distorted or a classical classical version of it or not even the yeah the normal version of the song. Which yeah, even if it had been the normal version of the song, I think I would have struggled. I obviously I think I would have done better, but sometimes even 30 seconds for me isn't enough of a time to fully pick up on a song. I feel like I would have been able to start singing the song, but, you know, going with the name or the artist of the song isn't a, I don't know. My brain doesn't function quite like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You, you get 16 points, which is right about one out of every three songs. Correct. Um, which puts you ahead of Muse who had five points. Uh, Angel Cake came in third with 33 and a half. Cat came in second with 37. And Ari wins this with 38 points. Thankfully, uh, it is not for immunity. <laughs> so, not, uh, doesn't, doesn't ruin the plan, as it were, to target Ari at this point. Um, now, out, now at this point, there's a, the radio had been updated multiple times by this point, uh, to kind of, follow along with the season and whatever was being hidden into the game at that time. And so there was a new thing on the radio that Ari found, which led him to a clue, uh, which would ultimately lead to an idol. But before this challenge began, he ends up giving the clue to Cat. And then after this challenge was over, Cat went and solved the clue and found a hidden immunity idol. Uh, (laughs) Was this anything she told you about after it happened? Or did you not know about it until she played it? Yeah, she she didn't tell me right away. I think she told me maybe at some point before she played it, maybe right before she played it. But yeah, this is definitely, I think, something I learned more, you know, as I was kind of leaving the game and after the game, how much, you know, it seemed like almost everyone trusted cat in some way or another to you know give her something like that and have her been able to find the find it hitting me the idol and find the extra vote that she had going on earlier in the game so you know from the person who i thought you know 
struggle, was really struggling through the first couple immunity challenges, technologically wise, who I didn't think was too big of a threat early on. Here she is mastering the social part of the game, getting as many people as she can to trust her. And here she is finding hidden immunity idols from clues that other people who <laughs> are supposed targets and, you know, Ari, I feel I think he wants to try to trust someone to see if he can turn it tight. He doesn't want to just, you know, not have any chance, you know, his only chance being to win every single immunity challenge from here on out to make it to the final three. So I can understand, you know, maybe why he'd do that, but I think it just goes to show how strong Cat was in this game. Absolutely. I completely agree on those points. Um uh, so yeah, uh, so now we get to the immunity challenge, where again the, the the goal is to not let Ari win if that's a an option. Um, so this was Pictionary. Uh, we gave everybody two sets of two prompts, and you had to pick one of the two things to draw. And then for every person that guessed your thing correctly, you and they would both get a point and. Yeah, whoever had the most points at the end would win. You ended up uh, picking a tumbleweed and a hippopotamus, it looks like. And uh, you got four points for each of those. So uh, everyone except Ari knew what your tumbleweed was. Everyone except Cat knew what your hippo was. Um, so pretty good, I think. And you got all of the, your guesses correct, except for the broken television that Kat uh, had, which you said was a TV, but um, the broken element was not part of your answer. Nobody got that one right um, across the board. You finished with 17 points, same as Ari, same as, um, uh, same as Karstaway. Muse had 18, but Angel Cake wins this one with 19 points. So... Mission accomplished. Ari is not immune. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know if you can see from my pictures, but I am not a very good drawer at all, so I was happy, even though, you know, finished at the bottom there. I was happy with my performance for this one. Um, I was, in some ways, I was disappointed, though, that they didn't... I felt like I did a pretty good job on these pictures, so I was kind of disappointed <laughs> that, you know... Not everyone got all of my points, so I wouldn't wasn't able to get all ten points from the drawing portion of it. But it is what it is, and I was happy. You know, I didn't end up with like five points and far away in last place. So I was happy with a competitive competitive point in this one. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the pictures right now. Um, I don't know. I I said the same thing to I think Angel Cake when I was talking about his some of the drawings. Um, it's it's tough for me to like put myself in a headspace where I don't know what the thing already is to know how well I'd be able to understand guess it. I feel pretty confident that I would have known the hippo. Um, uh, I still feel somewhat confident I would have known the tumbleweed, though slightly less confident. But I don't know, desert scenario, a big circley thingy in a, near a cactus. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, uh, you. Definitely competitive in this challenge. Uh, everyone except Cat was in within two points uh, of the best score, so nobody was really slacking. Ultimately, um, Angel Cake immune. Ari is not, and so Ari is the target. And 
I know, leading up to this tribal, was there anything, I don't know if Ari came to you trying to do anything that would help him not be voted out here? Yeah, I think he came to me and talked to me a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously he felt desperate at that point, but if, you know, you have to get, at this point, what, three other people on his side to figure something out. So I think also the part that he didn't go too hard after trying to persuade me, you know, does, that kind of creeps into your back of mind. Does he have another hidden immunity idol? You know, he won that reward recently. Um, but we felt pretty confident he didn't have one. And I think that's mainly because Cat, as you said, found the hidden immunity idol instead. So uh, I think we finally felt good and finally felt that sense of relief that Ari was finally going to get out of this game. And, you know, it's Ari played a great game and I think he should feel good for that. But that he played a good game and it stinks that he had to get voted out at this point. But uh, that's the that's the way it goes if you're the big target sometimes and you got to keep going, you know, win as many immunities as you can. And when he finally wasn't able to do it, we were able to finally get him out. Yep, pretty much. Uh, you go to this tribal council. Um, Kat uses her extra vote here. Uh, so you end up with five votes on Ari. Uh, but then Karstaway has a second vote that goes with Ari's against Muse. Um, so a little bit of a wrinkle uh, in this result, despite Ari being the person eliminated. Um, did that... I, I mean, I guess knowing the five people who were going to come out of this tribal council were you, Muse, Cat, Angel Cake, and Karstaway... Uh, whether they knew it or not, like this was going to be a three versus two scenario on the other side. Um, and this vote from Karstaway here against Muse kind of reveals that ahead of time, maybe something like that. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think back. I don't know if I I think maybe I more or less thought it was just Ari had an extra vote. So he just voted twice for Muse that he or just voted or did he vote for two different people. I forget there at that point but um i don't know if i thought of it too much as a threat you know i felt good we had our three they had their two and i felt strong about it and you know i was gonna ride or die with cat and muse and you know if one of them won immunity we vote out the other one so you know i didn't i think at this point it wasn't too big of a concern for me you know if they if they flipped on me and voted me out at this point then that's what it is if not i think i felt like we were going to make the final three and you know it was getting really real at this point that we were going to make the final three. Yeah. So I guess, uh, I don't know if we, we, I don't know if we passed it over or uh, it's still to come, but I don't know if you can kind of remember at what point during the game uh, you started to feel unwell. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm scrolling through my confessional here so that looks like on the 24th, I went to the doctor, and that was the same day as the picture drawing challenge. So it was, yeah, right there at that immunity challenge that I started to not feel great. So that probably also put a little bit of a damper on it that I wasn't maybe overthinking extra votes and things like that. I was just like, we finally got out of Ari, and it was more of a sense of relief than anything. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, all right. Uh, so, all right. So, so you you went to the doctor. That was a Sunday, it looks like. Okay. The twenty fourth. 
Yeah, um, it, was the, it was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Ari's tribal was on Monday. Then Tuesday we had the next immunity challenge. Uh, this was the word square challenge. Uh, everybody got a five by five grid, and one by one you would each su uh, submit a letter. Everyone had to add that letter to their grid. They could put it wherever they wanted, and you had to construct as many five-letter words as you could. Uh, forwards, backwards, up, down, diagonal, whatever, whichever direction. Uh, you got a point for each word. Um, this, uh, I think the, the original version of this challenge that I saw, I don't remember where I saw it, I got it from, was a 4x4 four four grid, uh, which I feel like might have been easier, or probably was easier, four letters, easier than five. Uh, but this challenge, um, I don't know, do you remember this challenge at all? Yeah, I do remember this one. Um, you know, I went in with a plan, and I thought my plan was good, and then, you know, as everything seems to be, you know, plans get messed up, <laughs> whether it's your own fault or someone else's fault. And so, uh, you know, I was hoping for the best, but uh, uh, it was it was definitely harder than I had originally planned it out to be. I'm like, all right, these are the letters I'm going to use. I'm going to get so many words. I'm going to get words forwards, backwards, sideways, <laughs> left and right, you know. And then, you know, you end up with only like five words or something like that or whatever it ended up being. It was much tougher than than you thought going in. Yeah, I'm looking at your grid here. You've got gates and girth and uh, hobos are the three that really stick out to me. You ended up getting uh, six points. I know that we had to do a lot of like Scrabble di uh, dictionary searches to double check <laughs> a lot of different things. Like I think Tonto counted and turn t-e-r-n-e was a word for you yeah i made i made that one on purpose yeah um letters forced on me uh yeah so i remember we had we had some difficulties there but it ended up not really impacting the the results too much other than just determining who fill, finished in which place as uh you and cat both had six points Carstway finished with five angel cake had seven but muse uh far and away the winner had 10 points uh, on his grid and wins immunity here at final five. Um, so now Ari's gone and now the the target becomes the duo of Karstway and Angel Cake. Uh, what, how big, how much of a, a conversation was it to determine between the two of them? Uh, I don't know how involved you were in that process. Um, I think at that point... Angel Cake had been doing better in the immunity challenges or he had won one more recently or something like that. So I think that's why we ultimately ended up deciding going with him. If I'm reading this right, that he was the next person voted out. So, you know, it wasn't, I don't think, too hard or anything like that. You know, I trusted that Cat and Muse were going to vote with me. We were going to vote out one of the two of them. And we decided on Angel Cake as the bigger threat. Mm -hmm. uh, I think... I think the logic there it makes sense. Uh, we've got uh, you go to uh, you got Cat plays her idol here um, as as kind of a security measure. Uh, Angel Cake and Karstway end up voting. Angel Cake ends up voting for you. Karstway votes for Cat, and then you Muse and Cat all vote for Angel Cake. So he is the person voted out fifth, uh, sixth member of the jury. And 
Um, then in, there four left. Four left. Uh, I think. I don't know. I don't think it was confirmed at this point that there was going to be a final three, but um, probably seemed very likely given the where we were in the season. Uh, this tribal council happened on Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Um, we gave we we. I knew the la the last immunity challenge being Samotion. Uh, I knew we kind of gave everybody a two day period to try to find a good time for that to be scheduled, where that everyone could be available at the same time. Uh, so uh, Thursday, Friday, which would have been the 20th, 29th. And uh, I think that is when we on production and, and probably everyone in the viewers lounge started to realize that something was not right. Uh, because I'm seeing that it was the 29th, which was Friday, uh, which is, the f I believe, the first time we got contact from your wife regarding uh, what was happening with you outside of the game. It looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm reading through here. I think Friday's the other day. I went into the hospital, so I was. I don't remember too much from that day, and obviously, yeah, this is all her talking in my confessional and everything like that, and she looks like she's saying that. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to be participating in the challenge. And um, once I finally am able to kind of think about it, you know, it's it's a shock. It stinks. It's this far out, you know. In some ways, you'd rather it, this have happened on, you know, the second day instead of the second to last challenge or something, whatever the last challenge, whatever this ended up being. Okay. But it's, I still, you know, it because at this point, unless Karstaway wins the next um, Unity challenge, you know, we're gonna make the final three in my head. Even if she does win the next Unity challenge, am I gonna be able to get Catamuse on my side and? so we can get someone you know so i can still make the final three you know it's like if you're so close and unfortunately yet so far for me in this at this point of the game for me to not be able to make the final three yeah um yeah i'm trying to i'm like peace putting myself back in in the headspace i was at because i was not entirely sure like how to proceed given the circumstances um this was, uh, it looks like um, Becca messaged us. This was before the final immunity challenge happened. And mostly it was like you're in the hospital. So obviously not being able, going to be able to participate in this challenge. Um, you know, hoping everyone hoping you get better and, you know, we'll see how you're feeling the next day. See if you're conscious, see if you're able to say anything, see what the situation is like. So uh, we have the immunity challenge, um, which was Simotion. Uh In this challenge, it was kind of like juggling, where you had a single command and three different channels that you had to put that command in, and the response would tell you how many minutes you had, how many more minutes you would have to wait before the ball would come back down, and you'd have to use the command again. And you just have to match up the timestamps with each one. And as the challenge progressed, we added a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh channel. Um, you didn't compete. Cat was eliminated after 31 minutes, and after 43 minutes, Karstaway was eliminated. So Muse wins individual immunity here. Uh, so this is Friday, and now we're not sure what's going to happen uh, at this tribal council. Um, so the next day, 
we get a word that you're doing really well, that the condition is improving, and so you know things are looking up. And um, you know she said that she was telling you what was going on in the game, and that you had told her that even though you'd missed the challenge, you weren't out of the game. Absolutely true. Uh, which is great. Like I absolutely didn't want you to have to be you know removed from the game and. Um, you know, tribal council was scheduled for that evening, which was Saturday. It was day 38, uh, so we were all really hopeful that you would be able to show up. Uh, these mes this conversation took place like the early morning, so um, I don't. Know, we were all, we were all very hopeful that nothing other other uh, nothing unfortunate would have to happen. So um, yeah, it was. You know, kind of just going with seeing how it went. I don't remember what time uh, Tribal was scheduled for that evening. Uh, it was like probably 7 or 8, I'm guessing. Um, but that's uh, that's how it was. So then, let's see. That afternoon, um, well, I guess, I, I don't know. You, I don't know. I don't know how much, how much, how much detail you want to get into your own situation. But I, what was i don't know if i don't know what was going on i guess yeah so i was in the hospital obviously and you know we're only a couple months into covid at this point so becca's not allowed to be around me all the time you know there are limits there and uh how often she can you know she can be in the icu for you know a couple hours a day and that's about it so it's hard to get through all of this you know talk about all of this at least in person, you know, we are FaceTiming and everything like that. So, you know, as I said, like Friday, I don't really remember too much of what happened on Friday, not just FMO wise, but anything wise from that time on. And then, so yeah, I do remember waking up Saturday and, you know, we're talking about this and it's like, oh, if this just, just happened, you know, a week later, I'd be okay. But I mean, obviously, health is the most important thing at the time, you know, Yeah. as I enjoyed playing the game and everything like that. So, yeah, Saturday, you know, I'm, I I am feeling better and, you know, things are looking up. But <clears throat> I guess I was just pretty tired, it seems like, as I'm trying to read through these all these <laughs> comments here. And, you know, it's I guess at that point, you know, sleeping is more important and recovering and everything like that. So. I'm not able to make tribal council and, you know, I know there's definitely part of my brain that's bummed. It's, it's like, I made it this far. I mean, at this point I haven't talked to me user cat in a, in a couple of days. So I don't know where they're at. I, at this point in my mind, you know, we're still three going to vote together. We're going to vote out Karstaway. It's going to be an easy vote. We're going to make the final three and then, you know, best player wins at this point, you know, I'm not thinking too much that I'm the, favorite at that point i hadn't won any immunity challenges obviously our social games worked out well i don't think <clears throat> it was obviously it wasn't caught soon enough that we were the the strongest group of three members to make it this far in the game so i felt like we did good in that part so you know i wasn't expecting to win at this point but i'm like all right we made it to the final three that was obviously the one of the big goals of the game you want to win but you know, once you get to the final three, it is what it is, and you're at the mercy of the jury, and we know how they can be salty and whatnot. And so that's what I'm still thinking at this point. But 
um, you know, I'm not able to make the final four tribal and, and that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, I, there, I'm reading through the conversation as well. There's a point where, uh, it looks like you told her, your wife, that you knew who you were voting for, which I, as far as I'm aware is going to be Karst away. Um, seems to make the most sense. Uh, I, I don't know that we even really needed her input to know that that's where your vote was going to go, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but, um, and so, you know, which, which is great to know that, like, even if you weren't able to come to that last tribal, that last tribal council before final tribal council, you could at least submit your vote, uh, which is generally what we ask people to do when we, when they think they're not going to be around. Uh, and normally that's perfectly fine. Uh, but the, the kind of sticking point here is that if you're not able to attend final tribal council, uh, as, as, at least as a player where you'd be answering a lot of questions and, and, and you know, probably uh, constantly engaging with the jury for uh, at least the better part of two hours, um, it ends up, you know, uh, not, it, I don't know, it, it, it really struck a, a, a situation that, I don't know, I was totally not something I'd ever really thought would happen in an online game, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. so, so, you know, we told, uh, your wife like, Hey, we, you know, it's great that you're doing better, but we also wouldn't feel comfortable kind of letting you skip this tribal council and making it to the final tribal, making it as a finalist, if you weren't able to actually participate as a finalist. But if you're able to, if you're, if you're able to, um, participate enough to be able to submit a name as a vote, like that's really all that would be required of you as a member of the jury. So we didn't say that that was what was going to happen, but we said, look, like try to talk to you about this. And I think this was early afternoon. Tribal council wasn't going to be happening until five thirty, six thirty that evening. So if there was a way to kind of figure out what your status was going to be on Sunday, um, maybe that could, you know, inform the best way to go about this. Uh, and so, so, okay. So she gets back to us right before five 30. Uh, you're sleeping at this point and, um, definitely not going to be able to make this tribal council, um, which, you know, we can push it back a little bit if we need to. And so I ask about, you know, your condition for the next day on Sunday, at which point she's like, I don't think you're going to, I don't think Chocoflex is going to be able to communicate tomorrow at all, going to be too exhausted, and that you're also being transported to a separate, a second, another room uh, in the afternoon, which would be probably during part of the time that Final Travel Council is happening. Um, and so that is at the point at which um, the decision is ultimately made that you would be removed from the game and put on the jury and the remaining three players would become our three finalists. Uh, so which, and this is obviously awful. It sucks. Um, but it has a lot of ripple effects on the game. Not least, you know, not least of which is the fact that you're going out here when you're probably the least likely person to be eliminated at this tribal council uh, regardless of who's voting for who or whatever plan Muse may or may not have had uh, regarding his immunity. 
Um, so, you know, it sounds like you weren't, I, I don't remember, I, I don't remember if you were really present at all or, or awake at all during final tribal council or anything like that. But, um, I don't know, like how, I don't know, did, did, were you awake at all for final tribal council? Was it simply my vote is for cat and you kind of caught up with everything once you were feeling better? Yeah, I think that's more or less how it went. I don't think I was, I may have checked in once or twice, but not really enough to ask a question or anything like that. And, you know, once you check in and, you know, if you're like three or four questions behind, that can take a, quite a while to catch up mm-hmm. with everyone's response being, you know, paragraphs long or something like that. So I think once I saw it, the, you know, that first time or something like that, I'm like, all right, I'll just catch up at a different time when I'm feeling better or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I knew all along I was going to vote for Kat. Um, so I just sent in my vote, you know, still obviously partially bummed that I couldn't be a part of it. You know, even if I had gotten voted out, you know, you still want to be a part of that final tribal council, get your question in as a jury member and, you know, make sure you're voting for the right person as a, as a jury and, you know, see all sides of the story, even though I'd been in the game for most of the time, you know, there's still things you need to hear, things you didn't know that were going on while you were in the game. But, um, yeah. And then I think for a while, even after I started feeling better, you know, I think I was kind of too bummed to read what was going on for a little bit. So I, I know I did that the post-game interview with you at some point, but I think I, it took me still a little bit to finally read through Final Tribal Council and everything like that. I knew who had won and everything, but to read through the Final Tribal Council, read through the final immunity challenge and see exactly what had gone down, I think it took me a little bit just because I was bummed that, you know, who knows, that could have been me, I could have been the winner, I, I should have been in that final three and should have had a chance to win the game and... It wasn't to be, so I think it was part that and part, you know, just after being down and out for a little bit, not wanting to look at a screen for for hours on time. No, I, I yeah, I, I understand that completely. It uh, can't can't be a, a good feeling. Um, yeah, everyone was really concerned, and and I remember going into that tribal council and. Um, announcing and, and you know the jury finally gets to hear it for the first time uh, at that point what was going on like the viewers were already aware the thing is, what is what it was happening and, and I think most of I think Karstway and Muse and Cat uh, were all pretty pretty much kind of knew what was going to happen um, but it was finally confirmed at that tribal council which wasn't really nobody voted. Uh, so yeah, uh, you, um, you're the last member of the jury. You don't really get a chance to talk to the jury. I think Becca said a couple of things to them, but it didn't have anything really to do with the game. It was more just to keep them updated on what your condition was for the most part. And like you said, you weren't really present to be able to ask any questions at final tribal council. But you had your vote, and your vote was for Cat. And uh, Final Tribal Council, and <laughs> the kind of wonky way in which it, it occurred that season, uh, with Muse going early in the morning, and, and Cat and Karstway 
coming on in the afternoon and Muse also showing up in the afternoon. Uh, Carsway ends up winning. Uh, your vote was the lone vote for Cat. And, you know, I think that's another thing. Like, if you were voted out at that point, incapable of, of you know, talking in, in Ponderosa and, you know, communicating with the jury, I think definitely a, a big opportunity there to kind of shed a, diff a different side of, of the game on them because most of them didn't know that there was this trio that you and Muse and Cat had formed um, and every, everyone that kept getting voted out had no clue and the first person that did know was Angel Cake and he had ulterior motives to keep that hidden and support Karstaway given their relationship uh, so uh, just, a, just a really frustrating circumstance all around uh, for everybody um, but I don't know really glad that you're okay now um and i don't know like what i guess i i, I obviously you're you're upset about how things happen how things kind of ended but was there any when you when you did finally go back and, and read through the challenge and, and read through the tribal councils that that happened during that time um i don't know like what was there more to it than that? You know, did you see the opportunities that could have been that could have been if things had gone a different way, or um, I don't know, any anything? Um, I think the main thing, you know, if obviously other than the health part of it, yeah, I just think I wish I would have done better in challenges. I think that would have helped me out, you know. Especially at the end, you know, if you go on and you win too many challenges, I think you get the too <clears throat> too big of a target on your back, and you know you're too big of a threat, and maybe I get voted out, kind of like Ari did in that sense. But you know, you know, once you get down to the final five or six players, if I had I think done a little better in challenges, proved myself a little bit more, I think that would have really helped me out a little bit, and you know, increasing my odds of potentially winning the game. But yeah, like you said, if if I had been able to speak in Ponderosa, been able to talk to the other jury members before a final tribal council had gone on, or maybe even, you know, with my questions, been able to gear it so I could have been able to help Cat and Muse win, uh, give them a better chance of winning the game. You know, hopefully I would have been able to do that, show them how, how I thought our trio was, how good our trio was. Obviously, since we made it as far as we did, how many... um. I guess more so Kat, how many thing, how many advantages she had won in the game, despite, you know, seeming to be maybe not as great of a player, at least for me early on. And, you know, been able to air some things out, um, why I voted out Nux, you know, I, I think he, I don't, I don't think we're less of friends or anything like that because I voted him out or anything, you know, that way. But, you know, been able to tell him what happened and what kind of went on. Lurk and I didn't talk as much after we had voted out Nux because, you know, understandably so, I had stabbed him in the backstab, you know, voted out voted out his biggest ally in the game and, you know, didn't have a really great explanation other than that's what I thought was best for my game and, you know, he obviously knew his head was on the chopping block coming up soon and he was right to think that. So, you know, if I had gotten some more time to be able to talk to them and explain my decisions and, you know, not got as many eye roll emojis in... <laughs> 
in tribal council while they were jury members, you know, maybe I could have swayed them onto my side and we would have voted Cat and maybe Cat ends up winning instead. But, uh, um, yeah, there's a, a lot of things that I wish could happen in those last couple of days leading up, you know, first and foremost, obviously hoping to make it to final three and win, win overall. But if I had not, and, you know, been able to help, been on the jury still and you know changed their minds at all even if i had changed one or two votes and made it a a close match instead of a runaway for Carstaway, which who was definitely a deserving winner no ill will towards her she did she played a great game i don't think there was like a runaway champion so i think that's what kind of made it hard mm-hmm. you know a one one you know four immunity challenges or something like that i use one a lot because he had he won the greed immunity challenge but you didn't feel like someone was dominating in that sense or any any other thing like that. You know, Ari was probably the closest, and we had obviously voted him out but long before that. So I felt like it was a toss-up that could have gone either way. So I think, you know, whether I was in the final three or whether, whether I was able to get my voice heard on the jury a little bit more, I think I could have played a more pivotal part in this game. Absolutely. Uh, I think 100% definitely very, very, very true. Um, well, uh, so you talk about making it, uh, as a finalist, make it to the end. And so, uh, that kind of leads me into, uh, the questions that I got from Angel Cake to ask you about the season. Okay. Uh, so he, he had a couple of questions. Uh, the first is if you had made it to final tribal, uh, whatever the composition of those three players looks like, uh, how would you have framed your game? Uh, in a way to persuade the jury that you were deserving of their vote. Yeah, like I said, uh, persuasion isn't my strongest suit, so I think it would have been hard for me. Um, when I think of Survivor more, you know, it's easy to see who's doing well in the challenges, and I think that's who I kind of uh, lean towards when I'm when I'm you know picking my favorite players in in a Survivor season, you know, guys who or girls who do well in the individual or team immunity challenges. I know there's three parts of the game, the outwit, the outlast, the outplay, and and so that's just one-third of the game. But it, I feel like that's easily quantifiable for me to see and others to see. So for me, I think it would have been hard to, pers- to persuade the jury in that sense since I hadn't won it, an individual immunity challenge. Maybe I'd won some motion if I had if I had been able to complete that cha- or participate in that challenge, but I didn't. So I think I would have had to go more at the social aspect, but uh, again, that would have been, if it had been, whether it had been all three of us in the final three or just two of the three of us, you know, again, I'm part of an alliance. So it would have been two or three of us. And we all kind of would have had the same aspect of that game to our, to ourselves, to our part of the game. And I think both academies had better immunity challenge track record. So yeah, like I said, going into the final three, if it had been the three of us, I don't think I would have won. I don't think I'd been the favorite. And a large part of that is the immunity, my lack of immunity success. But, um, you know, I would have been happy to get there and I would have been happy for either of those two people to win. Very nice. Uh, so he, his, he had a, one other, he had a second question. Um, since after the season was over, uh, Muse has said that he had had a plan to give his immunity to Karstway and try to force a fire making challenge with Cat. Um, 
under the guise of him believing that Cat was the biggest threat uh, to make it to final tribal council. So clearly he, he definitely saw her as a target that he wanted, he, someone he felt was the biggest um, impediment to him winning if he makes it to the end. If he had come to you, uh, I guess, any time before that, or at any point, really, and asked you, like, hey, you know, I want to make a move against Cat, you know, is that anything, is that something you would have been receptive to? Um, you know, it would have been tough. Um, um, once we once we got to the merge and, you know, Nux was the first person voted out, um, you know, maybe the people that got voted out didn't go in the exact order we had wanted them out. You know, Ari probably would have been, you know, voted out a little bit earlier than he had been. And maybe LaForza would have lasted a little bit longer if he had not um, taken himself out of the game. But, you know, everything was kind of going to plan. So... I was kind of just happy and satisfied with where things were going, you know, and us three making it to the final three as our, the final step of that plan. But um, like I said, I, I, I voted for Kat, so I, I thought she was the stronger player between her and Muse. So I I could have definitely seen a scenario where, yeah, if Muse would have came to me and said, hey, we want to vote out. I mean, I can see both sides, you know, if he says, I want to do a fire making challenge against Kat to see if I can get her out. And then, you know, it's me, you and Karstaway going for the final three. And then hopefully Muse wins, you know, I can see that. But then on the other side, it's like, well, why would I go with that plan and, you know, help you out, but not help myself out? You know, where's <laughs> the benefit for me in that situation? You know, I could see it if it was somehow a three-way fire making challenge and I was able to benefit from that in the same way. But so I think it would have been tough. It would have been obviously a good mu good move from Muse and would have helped his chances out. But I don't know if I would have went along with it. I think it would have been tough for me to just you know help someone else out and you know why I just sit there and let it happen and you know weaken my own chances of winning in the final three. Sure, absolutely, I makes sense to me. Um, so th those are the two questions I had from uh, Angel Cake. Uh, now I'll be talking to Muse next. I don't know if there are any questions you have for him. Um, hmm. That's a good one. Um, uh, I mean, I guess if, I mean, I guess he kind of explained it. It's like, so if I had been healthy, you know, would we, would we have made it to the final three, you know, me and him together, would we have gone that way? And I'm sure I'll answer it at some point, you know, like, when did when did you think our our group of three, you know, finally, you know, had a chance? You know, when did you think Kat, you, yourself and I, you know, when did the three when did you think the three of us were in control of this game and had a real chance to make it to the final three? Even if, you know, maybe towards the end there, he decided that that wasn't the best for his game. Mm -hmm. um, all right. I will be sure to ask that of him when I when I talk to him. Uh, well, that kind of wraps up the, the season itself. Um, I don't know, like, did you go, I know some people do, some people don't. Did you ever go back and read stuff that you weren't privy to that happened like earlier in the season, like say the, the rocks tribal council or, you know, any other DM or channels or anything like that after the fact? Um, 
I think I may have, you know, if the whole health situation didn't pop up, but with that, and then I think at some point it's just like, you know, the game's over, I did the best I could, and I'll read to see, you know, just to see how it finished. But I think at that point I was like, you know, I'm done with this season, and, you know, I haven't really gone back. I, For example, like the Rock situation, Kat had told me what had gone on at some point. Eventually it took me a her, it took me a couple times for her to ask her, you know, when is she going to tell me what happened here? But she finally did. So I trust her for that. And I, actually, I may have read that part. So I think she told me a pretty good account of, of what actually happened during that tribal council. I don't know. I felt like I was also in the game so long and I went to all but two tribal councils, I think something like that, all but two, all but three. So mm-hmm. I'd been to most of them, so I feel like I knew what had happened most. I didn't go to the Rocks one, I didn't go to the first one, and maybe one other one that I didn't go to. So I, I don't know. Part of me feels like I knew enough of what was going on, and part of me um, is just like I had a good experience, and now I kind of know how – I feel like a lot of uh, Survivor cast members say the same thing. They don't go back and watch their own seasons, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. They they lived it, and that's good enough for them. And, <laughs> and you know, maybe was I was I portrayed more of a bad guy in this in this? It, I mean, I know there's not production in that sense that who's right, the bad right. who's the guy in this sense. You know, we're all out there, so everyone has is able to form their own opinions of every single person in this game. But so I don't know. I feel like I know enough about my season that I'm satisfied, and I'm. I, you know, I wish it had ended differently, but I'm satisfied with where it is that I'm, I'm okay with not going back and reading every single word and seeing what everyone said during Ponderosa and, you know, what, what, um, every single person in the viewer lounge thought of every single move I made, you know, or I feel, you know, I feel like I did my best. I wish I had done better on the, on the immunity challenges, you know. I think that would have uh, primed me better for a win, even than even more so, even excluding the health kind of thing. So, I'm I'm proud of what I did, and I had a great time doing it. And can't believe it's uh, almost been a year that it happened already. Yeah, gosh, how the time has has flown, and and to think that that entire amount of spent uh, year has been under COVID protocols and quarantine is crazy. Thinking mm-hmm. back at it. Well, I'm def- I'm I'm glad you're at peace with the game you played. I think, uh, I think you you definitely had the 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 trajectory to be a finalist, probably get a vote or two uh, if you get to the end, depending on like who you're up against. Um, I know that at times it seemed like you were someone who could could legitimately win um and and maybe it all would have depended on on how certain events were phrased and and what you know the kind of group think of the jury ended up being at that given time uh but i know i think it was i don't remember who said it first the i think somebody i talked to had said that you know they kind of real noticed at some point after the merge that you know you were talking a lot at the beginning of the merge and that died down at some point probably you know, in, in alongside you, you know, falling ill, uh, which, you know, definitely impacted everything really. Um, so it's, uh, I don't know. 
I, 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 I'm, you know, knock on wood, but I, I hope this is the only time this ever happens to someone playing these games. Uh, um, but it, it definitely makes you a prime target to be somebody who comes back and plays again in the future to kind of get an actual conclusion uh you know whether that's being voted out or whether that's making it all the way to the end uh because you weren't able to do either of those things so yeah i mean i think that was yeah yeah that was one of the hard parts you know just i felt like i had a good connection with almost everyone so it was hard you know especially closer to the end there voting people out so i don't know especially voting out you know angel cake we had we had never voted <clears throat> we had never been on the tribe before we got to the merge and we grew a lot closer during our merge tribe time together so in some ways i feel like the health thing was almost a blessing in disguise that i didn't have to lie to him as much that we were voting him out at that point but um <clears throat> yeah that was um i'm a naturally i'm more of an introverted kind of person so i didn't think my social game would do great on here you know even on the internet i'm more of an introverted person but I was I was happy with how that aspect of my game worked out during during this time. Uh, I, one other thing I wanted to ask uh, was, you know, you mentioned um, uh, your wife. You know, she you know obviously stepped in when you you were um, unavailable, unable to do so uh, towards the end of the season. But I guess I was curious, like, did. Uh, I don't know, like how how involved was she in in the game that you were playing, and then how how invested was she in, in in your what you were doing, and how that happened, how that played out, and everything. Yeah, she was uh pretty invested. You know, I would, you know, we had our daughter. She was you know only like six months old at the time, or so. So she was pretty young. So we kind of when she could she would i would you know i would tell her oh you know it's time for an immunity challenge or something like that and she would want to watch and see what was going on so i think it was good she wasn't part of a viewer so she you know i wouldn't like accidentally see something i wasn't able to see or anything like or she wouldn't you know accidentally tell me something i wasn't able to know so i'm glad she just saw it from my, my vantage point she was only able to see what i was able to see but um yeah she was super invested she was when i first told her that i had I made the cut when I was, you know, selected to be uh, a, a member of this this time around. She was like, I guess I didn't tell her that I had applied. She's like, why didn't you tell me that you did this kind of thing? She was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and everything like that. And it's like, well, I, I felt, I don't know, I thought I did, but I guess I hadn't done that. So there was that part of it. So she was invested. She she was pretty into some of these games. She was like, yeah, like we said once. Um, once the emoji challenge was over, she was, you know, she was there listening the whole time and she was having a blast laughing mainly at Kat and Oliver. No, it can't be that. That's too easy. You know, we did that one during practice. No, she loved following along and I think she was, uh, I mean, obviously she was worried about me, but I think she was disappointed as well that i couldn't make it to the end <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure i know she's uh had the had the desire to to play as well um it hasn't lined up just yet but i'm i'm hopeful to have her play at some point which would be a lot of fun 
Yep, she is too. She's. I have to remind her to you know check Discord every once in a while. You know, <laughs> at one point she like let left Cat hanging for like three months on a message or something like. That. <laughs> okay. like <laughs> they yeah. became friends after the season ended and talking and making sure everything was okay. Oh, good. Yes, Cat only lives like a you know like three hours from us or something like that, but. Right. Yeah. Not too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, if it ever lines up, her work schedule is a little rough. She's working tonight, but um, I think she would she would enjoy doing it, and she would uh, definitely get really invested into the game if she ever got the opportunity. So hopefully one of these times that will line up for her. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I That's pretty much all I had. I don't know if there's anything you can remember from your time in the game or otherwise related to Alliance that is worth mentioning? No, just uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for always running it. Thanks to you and your production crew for doing everything you do. And if anyone's listening and, you know, hasn't signed up to participate, it's a great experience if you have the time to do it. It's a lot of fun. And you'll get way more invested than you think you will. (laughs) But, um, you know, you'll love every second of it. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, thanks for doing all these things. Well, I appreciate that, and thank you for being a player, and, and, uh, you know, we'll see if we can get your wife on and uh, maybe even uh, get you back out there someday in the future. Yep, hopefully, and hopefully I'll make it all 39 days this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, please. Uh, Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. It's been a lot of fun to hear your side of things and, and how it was all going down uh, on your end. Um, and uh, I hope hope you have a good rest of your evening. And I'm sure if you're, even though you'll probably be lurking around the servers, being not talking that much, um, I'll see you somewhere, uh, maybe in the FML server, <laughs> probably mm-hmm. the sports channels. I think yeah. I see you there a couple times. And Meg says uh, goodbye and hopes you're doing well as well. Thanks. Um, thanks for doing this. Yeah. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed that uh, NASCAR dirt race. We that did. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of watched fun. a little bit of it. It was pretty cool, but it, the high camera angles, they were tough to see. Oh, yeah. It kicked up so much dust. It was really, really tough to <laughs> see, see any of the cars um, from those those higher angles. And, which was why it made it very striking when they would pull down to a lower angle and you could see everything really clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like, why were they showing that the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, up top you're like, how do the drivers even see out of this? And then, yeah, they go down below and you're like, oh, that's how, because there's yeah. nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you at some point. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes or by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, High Seas. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she Without a trace
Nothing's gone forever 